everybody. Welcome into the shop. Uh-oh. What's up? Good afternoon and welcome in, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. You're listening to Talking Trek Live. Right here on a Wednesday afternoon, like to bid you welcome into the show. Let's find out who's hanging out with us here today to get you learn on and to talk about the next generation Arc 3 and all the goodies it brings along with it. Good afternoon. Welcome in, everybody. Let's see. Who do we got? We got Indy Dandy bringing it in first on server 31. Thank you, Jerry Ryan on 146. The Lord of the Farquad on 147. Arian on 30. Thank you. Hey, George on 157. Lou 135. Twab on 22. Jayberg on 32. Metal on 8. Be ready. In India today, joining us on 196. Good Lord, it's early in the morning for you, buddy. Goodness. Hey, Counselor, what's up on 14? Orion Pax on the flagship server 15. Thank you. Phoenix on 199. I Beglin on the Panar server 32. Thank you. Broncosis on 29. Epically just says shout out from server 9. Thank you for being here. Boxer on 60. Virtual Army on 135. Thank you. Welcome. Lieutenant Razik on 15. Splatsu on 13. Captain Caboose on server 146. Happy National Chocolate Day, says Quackfu from server 31. National Chocolate Day. Hey, what's up, HAL 9000? Welcome back, buddy, on server 11. Thank you. Velvet Thunder on 137. Zakara 136. Also, from 136, Ivana Vaughn, welcome in. Vinius on server 8, and uh, Big Bad Ed rocking to the beat on server 30. Thank you. Welcome in, Dekix on server. What is your server? You don't have your server. <laughs> What's up, Dekix? Some European server somewhere. He's like, yeah, one of them. I don't know. Hey, Nostromo on server 30. What's up, Paulo? Server 34, welcome. Deidle. Deedle. Server 42, what's up? Aries on server 14. OBG on 44. Cryo Phoenix on, <laughs> on server 12. Welcome. Hey, Jetski on 37. Curious on 162. Housekeeping in the house from server 16. Thank you. Hey, Captain Taylor 27 in the station. He says, Star Fox on 146. Pounce on 43. Lost and found. Server 10. Hey, uh, Bankman, server 32. Welcome in. Element OP on server 32. Commander Green on 24. Biggs on server 20, Sitting Bull on server 40, and 69. Yes, I love it. 69 additional messages in our chat today. Good afternoon and welcome into the show. Like to welcome all of you here to a live taping of Talking Trek. My name is Ultimate DJs. I am indeed your host, and we shall jump right into it. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a lot of stuff. We got big things to bring you here today. Big things in the game, announcements, strategy, and uh, even a communication or two from our friends at, uh, at Live Ops. We've got all kinds of stuff for you. Uh, before we begin, ladies and gentlemen, let's dive right in. It's time to give you news headlines from across the world. It's time for Talking Trek's Stupid News. Stupid, Stupid News! News! It is time for the news. News! Indeed it is. Yes. News! <laughs> 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 yes, it's time for the news. Uh, what's up? Welcome. Welcome in to the show. We got news headlines for you. Uh, ju just a couple of them today, Rip. Only a few today, okay? Uh, and, and you know what? I'd almost be curious, Ripper, if you, uh, if you have heard about one of these stories. Apparently, there's a new AI out there. Ripper, a new AI computer has apparently been uh, been able to surmise where exactly in the universe 
aliens are hiding from humanity. Have you heard about this article, Ripper? There's a new AI. I have, I have not. There's a new AI that apparently has, has predicted the location of alien life. And crazy enough, the place uh, to hide where you're least likely to run into, uh, into aliens in a movie theater showing Tom and Jerry. <laughs> it's such a bad movie. Terrible. Fifth worst movie of the year, by the way. You remember how excited we were about the Tom and Jerry movie? Yeah. Fifth worst movie of the year so far. Crazy. Hey, uh, Elon Musk is in the news. Elon Musk reportedly living in a tiny prefabricated house worth less than $50,000. Just like everyone who took his advice on Dogecoin. <laughs> yeah, Dogecoin. Uh, yeah, I know. Boston Dynamics, uh, speaking of sci-fi and, and weird robot things, Boston Dynamics has programmed a team of robot dogs. Ripper to perform a dance routine to a BTS song. <laughs> Boy band experts say the robots are just as good as the BTS kids, except the robots get to sleep more. Uh, yeah, Rev, have you seen this video yet? It's apparently taking the internet by storm. These robot dogs are dancing like a boy band. Super fantastic. You're on mute, buddy. We'll welcome you in. Hey, Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani officially tied the knot. Uh, last week, they are married. They got uh, married at Blake's big estate. At first, Gwen wasn't sure if she wanted to do it, but in the end, she said she had huh, no doubt. <laughs> That's a joke because of her because of her songs. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, United Airlines. How about this? A United Airlines flight from Maui to Newark, New Jersey, was delayed after a bird got onto the plane. Uh, guessing he probably realized he wasn't welcome on the aircraft and had, uh, in fact, become a major burden. <laughs> oh, come on. Ripper, that was good. Burden? Really? No. Yes. You know the United Airlines customers were annoyed, though. If they wanted to take a flight with wild, possibly diseased animals, they would have just flown on Spirit Airlines. Ha! <laughs> uh... Okay, hold on, hold on. I have a, I have a good one. No, this, listen, all right, now listen. This is news. I did not make this up. This is real. I did not write a joke for it because I got nowhere to go with this. Israeli scientists have created a pig-human hybrid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A pig-human hybrid. This is a real story. I got no idea where to go with that. It's the most uh, uh, disturbing news article I have ever read in my entire life. A pig-human hybrid is, in fact, in existence over in Israel today. Uh, that even could be that even could be your your talking trick da of the day. But I did find another one. But but maybe the scientist who made a pig-human hybrid could, in fact, be your your talking trick da's of the day. Uh, but I got one. Over in Rockwall, Texas, a tractor-driving Texas woman was arrested after allegedly driving the massive vehicle onto a 4th of July parade route without permission on Saturday. 61-year-old Lori Bostic is accused of causing the wild scene at the 4th of July special in the city of Rockwall, Texas. Without approval, she took the huge rig and injected herself into the route, crashing into vehicles on the left and right-hand sides and uh, refused to pull over for police, eventually crashed into a fence before she was arrested. She's being charged with a multitude of charges, 
including evading arrest and interference with a professional. Uh, but who really knows? She was questioned as to why she injected herself into the parade. And uh, she responded with, I think my tractor's sexy. That's, that's all she said. <laughs> Ripper, come on. I think my tractor's sexy. It's like a, I knew that line was coming. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I'm still stuck on this pig-human hybrid thing. Like, I'm, I'm actually extremely disturbed about this story. It kind of scares me, to be perfectly honest. Like, it's a very... I'm disturbed that we even have stupid news, but... You know. <laughs> hey, that's a punchline. Thank you, Ripper. Thank you. Ripper with the punchlines today, everybody. Thank you. Uh, welcome into the show, everybody. All right, a couple of things to get into. Uh, I do want to get into uh, everything that we've got with TNG Arc 3, which means we are going to hammer down, all right? We're going to hit this stuff uh, quickly, and we're going to get through because we've got a lot of stuff to talk about today. The first thing that I want to do, uh, for those of you who have been missing uh, your calendar, uh, I just posted into the graphics room. As a matter of fact, I posted two different formats Two different formats into the uh, graphics room. One was posted on Twitter. The other uh, is supposed to be in-game, but I haven't gotten it yet. I don't know if you guys did or not, but nonetheless, now nobody, listen, after last month, after last month, we don't want anybody at risk of not getting the calendar, okay? So there it is. Some people that were, that were really upset about not getting the calendar last month now you got it, okay? We've got it on day two. We have made it available to you. It is in our graphics room. Two different versions for you, a square Twitter version, and then, of course, the splash image for the game version right below it. So you guys are welcome to partake, share, and otherwise use that calendar. Of course, the calendar is in the Game Center as well, Ripper. We've got a very complicated calendar this month. Um, and I say complicated. It just looks really really busy like super busy and uh i think it was jesse i don't know if jesse's here i'd love for somebody to tag him and bring him in he actually made in like google calendar he made uh his own version and instead of see the version in the calendar or, or the version in the graphics room right now it does look a little bit busy but even some of like the ticketed events they're just indicated with like a single bar right he decided to take all events and, and put it up there. And boy, is it a busy-looking calendar ripper. It looks busy. But you know what? Again, we go back to what we said at the end of the last arc. Probably not a bad thing, right? It's busy. There are some leaderboards, but there's a lot of events and therefore going to be a lot of opportunities for people to score and participate in the events that they want to participate in and, uh, and get paid for doing that. If, if anything, it could potentially, maybe, even eliminate some of the congestion in some of these events because there's going to be different people focusing on different things. I, I for example, I don't have time to, to play in all this, okay? I really don't, Ripper. We got things, we got things working, right? Things are, are moving and shaking. So, for example, right now, this isogen mining event, I have not yet purchased my Meridian. I uh, have not yet been granted my Meridian. I told you guys I was going to tell you this stuff. haven't gotten it yet. So uh, I'm not participating. Okay? I, I, I can't. I can't. My leaderboard only goes 10 spots deep, and I've already lost too much time. If I was – I mean, <laughs> I've lost too much time. People in this event already have, like uh, – let me just look here real quick. It, it's crazy. The Build the Meridian event, first place has 34 million points. 
34 million. Now, if you look at the build the Meridian mechanic, 2 million was for building it. It's only a nine tier ship. So the most you could get would be one, uh, let's see, 7 million, 7.2 million. So you could, you could account for 9.2 million points by building it and maxing it. And he's got 34 million, which means he's mining a lot of isogen. Okay. I have no chance in this event. Uh, as a matter of fact, my leaderboard goes down, and actually a lot. It goes down 25 spots. But even at 25, remember, maximum by building and tiering this thing is 9.2 million. Um, and 25th place has 13 million. I don't have time. I don't have time. Okay, I just can't do it. So uh, there is uh, some events where some people are just going to sit back. And it's okay. It's totally okay to sit back. All right. As a matter of fact, a lot of people, ah, thank you, Blue Mandalorian. Thank you very, um, very much right there. Jerry Ryan also uh, did it. Y you take a look at that. It's, it's busy, all right? It's busy, but again, I am totally okay with this. I'm totally okay with this because you can uh, also, uh, Captain Bull reminds me that you can buy multiple ships <laughs> in the pay store if you want. If you want, all right? But you know what? I kind of go with what Hugo says at the same time. Hugo says... Three days of mining for 7 million trite? I think I'm going to take a pass. I've got other things to do that are more valuable than that. And there are going to be some events this month that we look at, Ripper, and we're like, I don't know. Rewards don't look quite good on that one. They might be good in another area, but I don't think I'm going to invest three days to go pick up 7 million trite. Rip, what about you? You got, you got more nope. important? No, I don't think so. I have I have so many more important things to do. <laughs> indeed you do. All right, indeed you do. And we're going to talk to you about that coming up here in a few moments. So uh, some interesting uh, dynamics as far as what you want to do, okay? You can play. Uh, you should be able to, to do this if you want. But if you feel like it's not worth it, then don't do it. And, and, and given the calendar, how full it is, May not be a bad idea to sit one or two of these out, okay? Yeah, uh, Lord Farquaad says, good Lord, look at this one. His first place first place spot's 41 million points. All right, so, bleh, bleh. All right, so now, uh, there is that. Now, I do want to throw one other thing out, all right? I have heard, first of all, let me dispel two rumors, Ripper, all right? The first one is that if you don't buy the Meridian, you cannot play in certain events, all right? I'm going to dispel that one right now. You can indeed play, although, as we can see from the Isogen leaderboards, obviously there's going to be an advantage to having it because of the mining speed, okay? But it's still not required, all right? Let me be very, very clear and very technical. It's not required, Okay, you can do it. Then other people are going to say, well, what about this research event? I can't do the research event. That requires the Meridian. Incorrect. Incorrect. There's two ways to do that one. Obviously, a, a more difficult, more expensive way would be to do 25 researches if you're looking at the little one. By the way, there's also one paired with it called Heroic. Okay, Heroic, which is by definition... Always the extra, always the bonus, the premium. And while it is a little bit more complicated or a little bit more expensive maybe to participate in it, it can totally be done. Right now, I am seeing Hugo, Dekix, Phoenix, Snipes, okay? 
Uh, Jerry Ryan says, I'm going to be done. I'm going to be done. Okay. These only require traditional normal researches. Now, that being said, there is still a way for you to get a chunk of points by doing one of the new researches. But DJ, if I don't buy the Meridian, then I don't open the Meridian refinery. And if I don't open the Meridian refinery, I can't get ISO resin. And if I can't get ISO resin, then I can't start the new researches. Eh, wrong. Okay. I mean, you're right about that whole process. That is how it works. Build the Meridian, open the Meridian refinery. Now you can start refining isogen into ISO resin and you can do the new researches. But, 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 there is a way to get ISO resin in little pieces at a time. And if you time your away team's assignments properly, you can do it. Everybody look at your away team's assignments. There's a special slot. A special slot being offered with four unique assignments. And they are offering ISO resin. All right? As a matter of fact, there's a guarantee with ISO resin, as well as a 50% critical chance at ISO resin. And I might point out, let me throw these into the graphics room very quickly. How expensive are these new researches? Not not very, anyway. Uh, you can take a look. Here's one. And by the way, I checked all four of them. All four of them have the same cost at level one, which is all you need to do. Level one gets you 1,000 points. All right? Level one gets you 1,000 points. Now, if you want to do the heroic, then you need to do all four of them. Okay? If you want to do the heroic, you need to do all four. And that could be a little bit of a challenge. You might use some away team speed-ups. You might have to use a couple of refreshes if you want to. And you can. You absolutely can. And that, that event will be done for you. Okay? And by the way, if you take a look in the, um, in the calendar, okay? And I'm trying, uh, where is it? Daggone it. Trying to find this one. Where is this event? It must be all the way at the top. I, I must have passed it, okay? Uh, if you take a look, complete new research. This is it. This is the one time it's going to run all month long. So don't worry about rationing yourself. Do all four of them if you want, if you can get the resin, and you can do it free to play. Absolutely, okay? You can do it free to play. Uh, if you don't think you're going to be able to get all the ISO resin, then you can supplement it with some other researches, normal researches that you can get through and use normal speed-ups on, okay? Raxnar says the away mission needing ISO emulsion is very expensive. I haven't seen that one yet. Right now, I, the one that I've got running, which is the first one that I've started, because uh, I didn't do one last night like a big dodo head. Uh, the one that I started this morning just required uh, raw isogen. But there are four, right, Raxnar? And we talked about this yesterday. We talked about this yesterday. There's four assignments available. One is going to be ISO emulsion. One is going to be raw one-star isogen. One is going to be raw two-star isogen. One is going to be raw three-star isogen. Okay, and you'll be able to tell, you can see by the little symbol, and it's got a little description there, okay, you can see it. Those are the four assignments, and they are going to give away ISO resin if you don't have the meridian. And, and, well, even if you have the meridian, but it can give you extra ISO resin if you already have the meridian. If you don't have the meridian, you don't have the refinery, so you can't get the ISO resin that way but you can get it from away team's assignments. Now, do I think that you're going to get all four researches done with ISO resin with 
I mean, without any away team speed ups or without any refreshes or this or that, probably not likely. But you can do it. Okay, you just got to wrap your head around it. Plan your progression. Absolutely, you can do it. All right. Um, so just just give it a whirl. So for the free to play who have not yet bought your Meridian, I'm with you. By the way, I have not yet purchased or been granted the Meridian. As you guys know, I did ask. I did ask. And uh, I haven't gotten it yet. And I'm not sure about building two of them. You know, like, I don't know if I want to pay for one now and then get one later. Now, it, it, you know, like I said, if Scopely gives me one, sure, I'll show it off. But I still don't know if I'll build and upgrade the second one. You know, to me, the, the ship has a very narrow purpose. And, of course, it is the focal point. It's the feature of this arc, just like we talked last month, right? V-Ready, the feature was Dark Space Armadas or Deep Space Armadas, whatever you call it. All right, that was the feature. This month, the feature is the Meridian. All right? And some people are saying, well, that has nothing to do with next generation. The feature never does. What did Deep Space Armadas have to do with next generation? Okay, <laughs> nothing. It's, it's just what the game developers have been working on that's ready to come into the game, and then the story and the content are written around the IP. All right, this is how it's going to be. No, the Meridian has nothing to do with TNG. It's the feature. It's what we're going to be doing. All right. Lube said it's the same as having two botany bays. Not essential, but maybe nice to have. Well, I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. And if you want to get a head start, if you want to compete and do well this month, then maybe look at buying the Meridian. Like I said, I, I don't know that I'm going to. Simply because I look at these leaderboards and I know, even if I had the Meridian in minute one, day one, I don't think I'm going to do as well as some of these people. Remember, I'm an Ops 41 now, so I'm competing all the way up to 45. These guys are, are putting it on me, <laughs> okay? I don't know. I don't know that I'm going to have a chance to do that. So the Meridian uh, itself provides the mechanic to get extra ISO resin, but your away team's assignments will do that as well. Those away team's assignments are going to last throughout the duration of the month. So you can use that to stock up a little ISO resin, do some of the researches, this or that, and get yourself a jump start there. Uh, to my understanding, Ripper, did they not tell us that those special assignments will discontinue at the end of this arc? Am, am I correct in stating yes. that? Yes. That, that's what we have been told. That's correct. what we've been told. I mean, it also makes sense because after you finish the battle pass, you have the ship. That's correct. You, when you're you done. So, so think about this. And, and I want to come back to a conversation that I actually observed yesterday, and I, I was very proud of my community. I was extremely proud of our community, Ripper, because uh, there were a few people, and I'm not going to name names because I don't want you to be embarrassed. All right, I'm going to read this comment. I'd like to give props to Scopely for the ISO Resin Away missions after realizing what they actually are. The ISO Resin Away team's assignments are the free-to-play means to acquire the resin that can hold players over until the ship unlocks for them towards the end of the arc. In previous arcs, they've messed this up as far as availability and need coming before the means to acquire. And this month, we have the availability and the means to acquire at the same time as the need. This seems like a step forward in logic for the Scopely team, okay? I think that that is a, a wildly important statement, all right? And again, okay, Blue owned it. Blue owned it. So I didn't want to embarrass you if you didn't want to sound shilly, Blue, <laughs> okay? But it was Blue Mandalorian. And he said he recognized what Scopely did here. And I'll, I'll tell you, Ripper, 
I do feel that a large number of people have missed out on that. A large number of people are not playing, even in my own alliance. I can't do it. I can't. This event is locked out because I'm not a payer. No, it's not. You just need to recognize the mechanic that's been introduced to you and use it. Okay? And use it. By the way, how many points do I have in that research event? Zero. Because <laughs> if I read my calendar right, there is a research event coming up uh, before this event expires. So I'm going to do 25,000 points for the research and knock a bunch out that way too. Okay? So, yeah, Boxster says work smarter, not harder. And you're absolutely right. All right. Blue says, listen, I wanted to give credit to Scopely for what they did right. I need to offset all the things that I point out that they do wrong. And that's okay, Blue. That's a very objective standpoint. He said, listen, I'll call them out, good or bad, but this is a huge, huge thing for me is that they actually solved the problem of free-to-play being able to participate even though there is a premium benefit for this ship. Free-to-play are not locked out. Not and this down. is why away teams is great because they can. It's it's easier for them to just add things there, isn't it? Like require <laughs> the players to do something instead of just giving it for free. You know, away teams is is being utilized the way we wanted it to be, Ripper. Now maybe not to the full scale yet, but mechanically they're doing exactly with it what we suggested or what we had hoped that they would do with it, which is. Uh, solve some problems, solve some acquisitions, solve some some uh, you know some mechanical problems, and by golly, they did it. Iso resin available, and if I'm not mistaken, you only have one. This is what they did, guys. They created one TNG. They created one TNG slot. So just like don't don't think about this, guys. If you've got one TNG slot, I know this is gonna be a little techno for some people. But there's only one slot that's going to launch the resin assignment. So if your assignment is not completed at uh, assignment reset, you will not get another. Okay? So there's only one slot designated for TNG assignments. You must complete. It at least needs to expire before the next reset if you hope to get another. But you will get another. Okay? You hear what I'm saying? You are guaranteed... One TNG slot per refresh, okay? It has to have an open slot, all right? Now, Virtual Army says, I haven't had a TNG assignment yet. That's actually odd. That's interesting. Um, so, I don't know. Bubba, you haven't gotten one yeah, either? Yeah, actually, there's, uh, there's actually a couple of people in my alliance who were complaining, saying that they did not get the away team assignment for the ISO resin. Hmm. I really? wonder. I wonder if there's. Uh, I wonder if there's something to do. You know what? You know what? Hang on. When did they update their game? Because me, get this. I did not update my client until after uh, reset last night on on my gaming PC, and I didn't get it. Uh, I I wonder. Well, no, that shouldn't require a client ripper. I wouldn't think. No, it shouldn't. I don't know. Very interesting. We're going to have to look into that. They, they, I'm pretty sure. All right, so listen, uh, if you don't have a TNG assignment, uh, I don't want to necessarily say send a ticket, but let me see if I can get an answer. And if there is a problem, then maybe I'll tell you to send a ticket. All right, but I'll see what I can, I'll see what I can do. Um, very quickly, Anubis says... You are always supposed to have one, so if you don't have one, that's not 
Internet. Well, yeah, I think so too. And Anubis says it's a rare mission, so maybe you don't have the required level of research. I actually have a Meridian that's an uncommon. All right, mine's an uncommon right now. I don't have a rare, so I don't know. No, I know for a fact that one person he's been trying, he's finished a bunch of them, and he hasn't gotten even a single one till now. And he's at Ops Forty Three. Oh, Oblivion says it is rare. It's just green. Oh yeah. Okay, Ripper, they got the colors backwards again. Yeah, I see that. Mine does say rare. Um, okay, the colors are not like they 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 don't show it enough, anyways. Yeah, no, it's not. You know, um, Captain Caboose brings up an interesting theory. I I obviously am not going to have an opportunity to prove this right away. He says you need to complete the away team's assignments daily in order for the TNG to show up. That wouldn't necessarily makes sense but i guess it could i mean it's not supposed to be that way but i guess it could be working that way i don't know that's interesting batman says nobody's done to... the daily request oh you know what batman's right batman's got by the way welcome back man i heard you were on break welcome back to the community uh just in case just in case uh there is go up into your event store everybody there is a gift chest there with riker shards all right he says that he asked about this um, and was told that you have to collect the Riker shards out of the event store in order to activate the TNG assignments. That makes complete sense. And Oblivion says they should have communicated that. Ah, a thousand percent. <laughs> a thousand disagree. percent. Or, or, or maybe put, put them in the gift section. Yeah, put them in the gift section. Ragnar, no, it's not in know. gifts. It's actually up in the event store. Go to your yeah. event store, and there was a bundle there. Um, There's a bundle there. I thought that was an odd odd location to put that. You know, there. they've been using the event store for more and more here lately. Oh, my gosh. What, yeah. was in, what was in the Beverly thing? I didn't claim. There was a Beverly mission up there. I didn't claim it, and now it's missing. Did I miss yeah, out? It's missing. I thought there was a timer they, they on it. They basically gave free eight shards. They gave you eight shards in that mission. Basically. Of Beverly? I want. Yeah, there's still 19 days on it. Mine's missing. Uh-oh. I didn't claim it yet because I wanted to wait. <laughs> wait, there, there is one? It's missing for one of them. See, I didn't, I, didn't even, I didn't even see that one. You hear the organization level that's here? Yeah, no, there was a Beverly mission. Hold on, let me okay. restart my client. There, I had didn't know. I had four total bundles. I had one with Riker shards, I had two with missions, and I had one with Beverly missions. Um, and now, I think there's something wrong with my client. Now I've only seen, I only see one bundle. But I claimed I, I claimed my Riker shards. Hmm. There's no. There's no. Okay. There you go. Look. Virtual Army says Batman is correct. I just claimed the Riker shards, and automatically, immediately, my Meridian TNG assignment popped up because it does have it does have a slot. So guys, go do that. Go claim the Riker shards, and the new way mission arrived. Kano just confirmed. So there you go. Thank you, Batman. That is accurate information. And uh, that Obviously, is correct. Obviously, that is the location that many people miss, so maybe they should rethink. Absolutely. That. Well, not only that, but share it out. Okay, share out the information. If anybody's struggling with their with their ISO resin assignments, uh, do that. Now, you know, I, I think the uh, event store is actually suffering slight bits of uh, hiccup. I, I just now restarted my client. This is now what I see. I have my Beverly mission back. But the other two mission bundles are all jacked up, so I don't know. You wouldn't believe how how often I have seen those white images. Yeah, something something is going on over there. 
Uh, is the Beverly Mission level locked? I, I don't know. Uh, somebody is saying that it's Ops 40+. plus. Is it really 40+. plus? Actually, you know what, Ripper? I remember them saying that. Didn't they say that the bonus mission? They, yeah. so, they, so what they did is they unlocked the core missions. Okay, last month, remember the core missions were locked out to level 31 or something like that. Okay, they locked them out. So this month they unlocked the core missions for everybody, if I'm not mistaken, and then did the uh, and then did the bonus or the extra missions for 40 plus. I do remember them talking about that. So you're saying blessing and a bane is 40 plus. And what does it contain? It contains eight Beverly shards. Yeah. Okay. And also, just one thing, I just want to correct you on that about last arc. I have an alt, which is a level 30. You actually got the mission. You just did not get the event for the mission to get the rewards. I had a lot of people say they didn't get the actual story missions. No, my third, my level 30 got it. Hmm, okay. Uh, and yeah, no, no there's, the there's no Picard shards there yet. No Picard shards here th there yet. So, uh, nonetheless... Um, so that that's how you get your TNG assignment. Let, let's try to narrow it back in. Uh, that's how you get your ISO resin and how you can get a, and go into that. So hopefully now, see, there you go. Benefits, Ripper, to listen to Talking Trek. Now a lot of you guys have your ISO resin assignments, and you guys can move forward and, and try to get your, your ISO resin. So uh, there you go. Now, let's see. Hang on. Hang on a second. Lube says uh, it's great, too. Free to play. Got 28 out of 36 for Beverly and her arc. This mission sourced the final eight for unlock, but again, it's only 40 plus. Is that correct? I'm 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 seem to remember that they said this. I I remember I remember that they said that as well. I'm almost sure I remember them saying that that it was a bonus for 40 plus. So and again, you know, golly. Uh, they do a lot of things that push progression in this game. It, it's not surprising. I do, I do agree. I would really like to see the Bev and, and the shards and stuff handed out to all players, but I understand. Honestly, like understand 40 plus in the past few months has gotten really busy. It, it really has exploded. A lot of people have pressed that button. So, um, now cryo Phoenix says, just to clarify, we can have any away mission spot and a TNG ISO resin mission will then be available. Or you have to complete the, re the, the, the ISO resin assignment prior to refresh. So no, think of it this way. There's seven total slots if you had paid and unlocked everything, okay? This has its own bonus spot. So even if you're not doing any other assignments, you're going to get a TNG assignment show up. But that's the only assignment that can show in its spot. So if you want another TNG assignment for the next refresh, you, uh, next refresh it has to be completed. So you're going to want to use a couple of those lower-level speed-ups to make sure that it completes before the refresh. It will not use a slot, a normal slot. It's not going to use a, another normal slot. TNG has only one slot. So if you want to uh, have another one at the next refresh, then you must complete the TNG mission that you currently have running. Okay? So basically, this is adding a slot, so to speak. Okay, uh, and yeah. it's and it's his own slot. Now, Clueless says no, you don't have to collect it. I'm pretty sure we confirmed Ripper that it does not require collection. All right, it just requires completion, so it has to be done. All right, it's got to be done, and uh, and then you can you can move forward with the next one. Okay, 
<clears throat> Raxnar says not correct. You can use a refresh. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think did anyone yeah. say you couldn't. Yeah, new one appears on refresh. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, so for example, like right now, I just showed you guys mine a few minutes ago. If I finished that right now and did a refresh, then I would get another. All right, but there's only one slot. Raxnar says you don't have to complete it. I'm confused. So you say you've got two simultaneous TNG assignments right now? Raxnar says no. Well, then what are you talking about, man? <laughs> You're confusing me. There's only one assignment available simultaneously. It must be completed. Okay, uh, just like the normal, the the normal thing. You don't get a new assignment in that slot unless it's unless it's completed. For example, but on refresh, every assignment is replaced with the random new one. Exactly. That's just how it works. Anything that is anything that is completed, not necessarily claimed. Okay, it does not need to be claimed. So if your research, if your assignment finishes overnight, okay, you do not have to claim it, and you'll get another TNG. All right, it just has to be completed, not claimed. And, all right. And also, non-started ones get replaced on uh, refresh. Correct. Unstarted ones get replaced. Okay. There you go. Okay, Raxnar says that's what I said. I just read it wrong. All right. Nonetheless, there you go. All right. Um, so we we took that three minute <laughs> that three minute time. Well, that was made difficult. It. Woo! All right. Uh, all right. Let's shake it off. Let's let's move into the next one. Okay. Uh, so there you go on on those. And by the way, there's a there's a huge list of assignments uh, or a huge list of uh, of events. We're gonna get through all this uh, a little bit later. But yeah, there is some there is some stuff there now. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the Meridian. I want to welcome the Meridian into the game. It is an isogen miner. I know a lot of people uh, are kind of throwing off on this a little bit, but I got to be honest with you. And and I even got the comment that I was that I was shilling for it in my YouTube video ripper. I actually felt like I was kind of half and half on it. I mean, I, I like the fact that there is a faster isogen miner. Trust me, I do. All right, I'm very very happy that I can mine isogen faster. But I was pretty vocally dissatisfied with its protected cargo. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. I'm not happy with that. As a matter of fact, like when we got the data, uh, I sent a message back to ops and said, listen, I don't know if you can call an emergency council meeting. I don't know if there's something we can do, you know, because this was like less than 48 hours before the arc launch. I said, gosh, you know, is there any way that we can take the base values here and, and triple or quadruple them? You know, make it make it so that it's, you know, a truly, because here was my opinion. My opinion is this ship came out. It's free. All right. Uh, it is an event ship, but it's also extremely inexpensive to upgrade. Okay. Extremely inexpensive to upgrade. Uh, a free ship that is going to reduce the amount of time you spend in territories by 20. Okay. Truthfully, that's the speed on it, right? At tier one, level one, it's 2000% faster. It is literally going to speed up your t your isogen mining 20 times. All right? So I felt like, listen, if you really want to make this ship a massive value, if this is a true quality of life improvement, then give us a little bit more cargo. Because now, I mean, listen, I'm mining it faster, but now i got to watch it. You know what I'm saying? i got to watch it. Now, uh, here we go with information and communications from Live Ops. Somebody in here saying, yeah, can, uh, but we can't get the warp token or the warp components to upgrade them. You are correct at this time. All right. Uh, and what I have been authorized to share with you 
is that this ship will operate almost exactly like the Franklin A, all right, in which they're going to give you the warp components for one ship for free, and very, very soon you will be able to acquire, most likely through a pay pack, the warp components to work on the second one if you so choose, all right? So if you buy it and you want to work on a second one later on, you can. Now, I here's the thing. I actually, I mean, sure, I would love to be able to earn the second ones for free, but they said it's exactly like the Frank A, okay? If you buy the Frank A or you grind out more than one Frank A, you're going to pay for the second set of components. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that, but I also want to point out something kind of cool about this ship. Even at Tier 1, Level 1, it's 2,000% faster, okay? So, I mean, it's still better than throwing out a Horizon, it's still better than throwing out an Antares, okay? Bubba says it should not be gated. Well, eh, tough luck. It's gated at Ops 34 and 39, okay? It's going to be. It is. That's the way they did it. That's the way they did with the Frank A. just is what it is, okay? It's the same thing they did with the Sarko. That's their new thing here lately, Ripper. I'm not exactly sure that I understand, like, fully 100%, like, the background process as to why they're, they're obfuscating some of these ships. But nonetheless, they, it's not new. They've done it now. with This is the fourth ship they've done it with. And, and it is what it is. That said, it's still a fast mining ship. All right? And if you're watching it anyway, it doesn't matter what the protected cargo is. You know what I'm saying? It's still mining ridiculously fast. And Splatsu said it's not 20 times faster if you have really good other miners. Okay, fine. I'm good with that. No, you know, I'm, I'm okay with gating them to upgrade, but I'm, I'm, I'm not sure I'm, I'm okay with requiring pay to upgrade a second one well I because will... it already costs resources that i have a, that have a value absolutely i i may so i i'm i'm you know i'm with you i'm with you but now and listen. if you get a second one you have to buy it anyways you don't get it for free so you know you're buying the first you already one paid for it yeah you already paid but for it. now you can't upgrade it you know it's kind of well, let me let me ask this because I, I may have missed this and, and, and I'm not I'm not hundred percent sure because I didn't need it. I didn't have a second Frank A. I do know that the original Frank A that came in April, folks, and last was it last month or in May, we already got the pack to upgrade the warp components. All right. So after only a month or two they made it available to pay. However yeah, But that pack was, in my opinion, stupid as well, because you know, that only had the components up to your level. So if you upgraded your ops, you had to buy another one. Oh, I see. Okay. So that's... I'm sorry, but I strongly disagree. Well, I get why one... they do it, because you, you, they don't want to, to have the ship go higher, but then you are required to pay multiple times to actually max it once you get high enough in your level. So that is, in my opinion, I don't know, this is, seems like a, a big flaw in their design. Well... And I listen. I don't disagree. I didn't analyze them because I I had no need for it. So, but let me ask: Did uh, has there been any event store yet? I guess there hasn't been, right? Did we? Because we didn't get one in May. Did we get an event store like a mini event store? We did not. We got Picard Week in June. So, has there been an opportunity to earn or use game currency for Franklin A components yet? Nope. Not yet. Not yet. I, I was... Okay, Splatsu says yes. Maybe you're talking to somebody else. I, I don't know. I, 
Yeah. But not for the Franklin A. Oh, yes. Yes. Epic Neo's right. He says yes with the Borg one. And that's actually correct because that was in the same arc. That was in the same no, but arc. They basically get, they let you buy the old Franklin warp, warp components. They didn't let you buy the Franklin A one. Okay, so the Franklin A component was not in the Borg store. No. Okay. No, it wasn't. Yeah, let was me original. let me ask you guys this, and and only because I'm I'm just trying to I'm trying to seek some relevance here. If if the warp components for Franklin A for your ops eligibility, by the way, all right, so not advancing your Frank A beyond your current ops level. And the same thing for this Meridian, what you're eligible for. If that were made available in an event store, would that be satisfactory to grinding, uh, to, to, with the alternative being only pay? Like the, the, the event store would be an alternative, right? And that would be if acceptable because it's still free. Like real money only, then... Yes, but my opinion still goes to it should be free. Well, free, I mean, an event store is technically free, right? I mean, well, if, what he's saying is that there shouldn't be a double lock on it. If you pay once, you shouldn't have to pay a second time. So if oh, you pay to the, buy the, the ship, you shouldn't have to pay to also then get the locks. Oh, well, gee, hey, let me go ahead and buy my uh, my uh, Vortivore, and I want to take it to level 12 without paying. That 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 doesn't exist. That doesn't actually make sense. No, okay. no, well, no. What he's trying to say no. is like, like example, if you buy the Meridian right now, you're gonna get all the one components for the first one. But then I'm gonna get a free one through the battle pass anyway, and I can't upgrade it because I already I used the free ones on the one I paid. So the reason after paying for it, I'm not getting the warp components. Well, I get that, but the reason that that they're doing this, and and maybe we need to to explore an alternative way of sourcing them for eligibility. The reason I know that why they do it because they don't want to give them out all at once, so you can't exactly. You can't. You're not gate. allowed to take it above I get your it. gate. But that is that is just figure a diff, out a different way to make it happen. Assign the missions twice. I don't care. They can't right now because of tech limitations. But then do it like via gift chests that you can assign to people multiple times. I don't know. But okay, I like don't, that. Don't require the stupid double pay stuff. And the, the Franklin A is the same stupid thing. So you have your second Franklin A that you want to upgrade. You are Ops 44 or something. Then you buy a pack to get warp components. But you can only upgrade it to where you are supposed to be at Ops 44, and if you go to Ops 47, you have to buy another pack to get some duplicate warp components. Yeah. Hey, just to get the rest we... ones. So you pay double for things you don't actually need. And that's, in my opinion, is incredibly stupid. I'm with you. No, I get it. I understand. I, I understand from the tech position why they're doing what they're doing, and you say the same thing. You get it. We just need to figure out a way to source these things. Uh, Ripper, did we determine uh, with finality that away team's assignments are sourced by ops what if they introduced uh what if they introduced an assignment that contained the warp the warp locks and that assignment obviously if you need the warp lock then you can do it and if you don't need the warp lock you can skip it um but those are individual ops levels right so if i get to ops, i don't know if they can if, if they have something to detect if you have a ship that requires something and then like depending on that condition assigned and, and well the condition the condition would just be your ops level i mean if you don't have the ship yeah, but then you have permanently a, another assignment in your list 
Well, just right? not know. I don't mean a special slot. I mean throw it in with one of the generic assignments. Just add it into the table. But then I mean, you're based on luck, and that's also me. Well, I guess. but I, I guess it would be fine. It is based on luck, but I mean the worst case. But then is you might get used... it when you don't want it or need it, so you get something that you really don't need at all. But nine, I guess it's, nine it's out better of ten than paying for it. Nine though. out of ten assignments or something you don't need at all. How many people get get assignments I with know. freaking Uhura shards in them? You know. But do we have to make it worse? Is it worse? I mean, if it's something we actually need, is it is it actually worse? I mean, just because you might get it a week before me, I mean, I don't I don't care. I don't think. I mean, if my, it's still if my luck... It's, it's going to dilute it, though. It's already diluted. They're going to dilute it more if you add... Buddy, I, listen, I'm kind of an advocate for diluting the hell out of away team's assignments. I want everything. I want every flipping thing in the game in away team's assignments. Okay? I mean, I, tr true talk. All right? Everything that's freaking hard to get, I want in away team's assignments. At least it's a way to get it. I mean, sure, yeah. But, it, okay, it beats paying for it. But no, no, I don't think that's that's the right way to do it. Okay, cosmic cleanup, I guess. <laughs> cosmic cleanup just is the answer. Honestly, cosmic cleanup is is probably the best way to do the it. Cosmic cleanup. We keep calling it about. We we're, we call cosmic cleanup for everything, buddy. Eventually, cosmic cleanup is going to be more valuable than an actual event store. <laughs> I mean, just throw everything in there. Put it's everything fine. in there. Put all of it in there. Cosmic cleanup. That's what I but, want. Like like. Like the main point is, they really have to go take a step back and rethink how they do those gates and how they distribute the components for the gates. Okay. Because, in my opinion, this is just not good. Hey, I'm with you. All right, and I like that, and we'll take that back. All right, and that's why we're here. We're here to hash these things out, and I love it. Okay, I really, really do. So, uh, so that's something. That I'm we'll, sorry, we'll I got passionate at. about this this now, buddy. So I love it. I might, love it when you're. I, I love it. It's great. Okay, do it. Do it more. I love it. I, so. I tr no, I try to avoid it. I, I try to stay, you know, <laughs> neutral and and composed all it's, the time. It's oh, I love aggravated ripper. So. Right, I like I like aggravated ripper a week. He just I love loves that. to say meh. Yeah, like, listen, we haven't heard the word meh yet today, okay? This is good. When we don't hear meh, we know he really cares about something, all right? And by the way, let me just go out and on a limb and say, when Ripper really cares about something, he, he usually gets done, okay? Like, when Ripper really, really cares about something, Ripper finds a way, okay? Ripper finds a way. Um, so, yeah, really, really, uh, that's, that's good information. We'll take it back, and we'll, we'll see what we're going to do. So as of right now, let's summarize. As of right now, you cannot get a second set. We have already been told by Ops that it will be available exactly like the Frank A, which as of this point is pay only. We could potentially see it. We will push for it in an event store. We will push for it in a cosmic cleanup type setting where it can be grindable for free. But what we don't like, in summary, is the double dippy, right? We don't like the double dippy. We already paid to have the ship early. All right, we're going to get a second one for free. We're using our free components now, but since we paid, since we gave you money, Scopely, all right, that we didn't need to give you, but we did give you money so we could have it early. We don't feel we should have to, to pay twice for it, basically. We don't want to have Actually, to double now, pay. now that I read the chat, you know, they, they did solve this for the sarcophagus, surprisingly. They did with the redemption thingy. 
The problem, the well, how did they do that? That was, I guess, an ops. It's be- it's a refinery thing, and you get like it's a different refine. It's a different material. Uh, d- different refine bundle for, for each ops, and they have all the one thing. All the components. One thing that's when you brought up the Sarko, did any of you realize the impulse speed has fallen to sixteen? Uh that was fixed. yeah. That's that's fixed already. They fixed that already. Yeah, that only happened oh. for that only happened for a couple of hours. It did happen. They fixed it. If you reset, it'll go back. But yes, yeah, Sarko. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> there were Sarko like, races. They did it for the sarcophagus. There were Sarko races. Do it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Now the only pro- now the only problem the only problem it's too late for this ship to do it like Sarko. We can recommend this for the future. It's not. Well, well, why is it too late? You can because just add a it's the, because it's the same. It's the same currency. It, it they didn't see with what the Sarko. No, with the Sarko they did an uncommon, a rare, and an epic for their locks. And this with this ship, they're both the same. You need two of the same. Are you same. sure? I thought they were the same. No, they're not the same. They're not the they, same. They oh the well, then that's the they answer. The they they have they never are the been same. the same for any ship. They are the same. Yeah. Oh, this one did the same. If you notice, I mean, I just went to to seven, uh, uh, tier seven. It actually they give you three, and they keep going from three to two to one. Yeah, they are the same. Okay, right. Yeah. Are, yeah. Are you sure? I'm. I'm sure. Well, okay. Hang on. I know what Ripper's checking. Hang on. I'm gonna, I'm going to check it with you. Hang on. Uh, there is the possibility that they're named the same and that their icon is the same, but there is uh, the possibility that they have a different asset ID. That's right. Uh, very, very possible that there's a different asset ID. I'm going to see if because I can... When I was updating, Wait, what's, when I was updating what's the name the, of them? It was called a... Um, it was an interlock something, wasn't it? Somebody? Meridian yeah, I can't remember that. I've already used both of them, but they are both different. Oh, yeah, there it is. Interlock and regulator. Yeah, there you go. They are. Yeah, so they are different. They are different, so it'll work. Okay. There we go. Just like See, the look at us. Look at us solving problems. And they should have done the same with the Frank A, you know, just, I don't know, use the bio refined stuff with a bundle. You know what's interesting? I actually component. can't find that in our list. I see Franklin Warp Regulator, Franklin Warp Regulator Mark II. I actually don't see that uh, in our if list. You're, if you're looking where I think you're looking, it's not in there. I am looking where you think I'm looking. Okay. Well, then it's, it's not, not there. there. All right. Okay, then. Well, we're <laughs> there we go. So, uh, bottom line then, we now know that it's a separate thing, so perhaps we could look at a Sarco-type uh, mechanic where those will be available uh, in some type of refinery. And again, listen, it's Scopely's decision. If they want to charge for it, they can. Uh, what we'll do is we'll recommend that they do something differently, okay? And recommend that they do something uh, different. All right, now, um, we talked about the pros and cons, essentially, with speed. We talked about the protected cargo. Just real quick, I heard Wham talking yesterday. I don't know if Wham is here right now. I heard Wham talking yesterday that while, in theory, he appreciated my recommendation for protected cargo... He still felt that if he was going to be watching, if he was going to be doing the active mining mechanic, that he was still going to focus on speed and just get as much as he could. I'd be curious very, very quickly uh, just to hear what you guys are doing. Those of you who do have the Meridian, what are you, in fact, focusing on? Protected? Are you just going for the absolute fast blazing speed that you can get? Uh, Dragon Keeper says definitely doing speed. Uh, Jesse, see, I'm with Jesse. The speed difference is negligible, so that's why I endorsed uh, 
going for cargo. Uh, but if you're truly active mining it, then you're going to go over cargo. Virtual Army says, I'm doing speed. Kayla says, I'm doing protected. Uh, Dandy says, I'm doing speed. Um, Do offices have much? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty significant. Um, I mean, it's still low, though. Like, you can take the base. It might be... 37 or 3,800, you can get it to 25,000 no, or 30,000. Okay, let me check. I no, the that. speed is not making a huge difference. Uh, we we did this math. We did this math uh, on our uh, YouTube video. The speed well, then go difference. For protected. If, if the officers don't make like, really a big difference, then go for protected. I mean, here's Simple. the thing. Kim D says protected cargo seems worthless, so speed makes it refresh the node faster. The problem is even the difference in speed is like, uh, I'm wanting to say like 15,000 an hour or 20,000 an hour, which when you're mining at 600 and 700,000 an hour, that's also very negligible. Although I'm very, very, um, I I'm also really super kind of intrigued that there's not a one size fits all here. Uh, Jesse's doing protected. Clueless is doing protected. Kano's doing speed. Um, Let's see, Kim Do, uh, Kim, sorry, Kim D is doing speed. Velvet Thunder is doing protected. Uh, it's cool, very interesting. Now I want to throw one out here. Shout out, Clyde! Shout out, Clyde! Clyde is doing anti interceptor. Why would he do anti interceptor? It's actually genius, Clyde. Why would you do anti interceptor? He wants to defeat Vidars coming for him. So he's throwing on PvP anti-interceptor. He says to hell, to hell with the protected and the speed. All right. <laughs> there you go. That's that's actually kind of a cool idea. Very creative. All right. Epic Neo says I'm doing impulse speed to get to the node and back to base faster. All right. That's you know what? I love it. I love that you guys are taking a mechanic that was not super beloved and you guys are trying to find a way to make it work I'm, I'm really really pleased super excited you community you guys are smart i like it i like it <clears throat> all right bubba says oh trust me i still hate it <laughs> i still hate it i would take any improvements that they offer but uh we'll we'll make do with what we got i'm with you and by the way i, I was with you before you were with you all right I uh, I endorsed a protected increase like before the game even launched. Okay, before it ever even went live, I was pushing for a protected increase. By the way, the ship does look cool as hell. Ship looks cool as hell. I love the look. With protected and without protected, it's the difference is only 14k. So when you're doing 239k, the 14k doesn't make that much of a difference if you're going to put on. I'll tell you why it does. I'll tell you why it does for certain people. It would for me because that's more time that I can not stare at my screen, at that ship, sitting on a note, doing nothing. All right? That is time that I can spend hinting other, uh, hitting other uh, hostels or doing other activities within the game. All right. That's why it would matter. Now, you know, here's the thing. Nick Burns is right. Speed is somewhat negligible. Protected is somewhat negligible because. Put up the photo. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's not it's not hugely different. Uh, you take a look. There's the difference in speed officers. 14K an hour. All right. Uh, so, you know, hey. 
And that's with the triple. That's with the triple and the speed off. Scalyback says it's just like data. There's no multitasking on ISO now. So there you go. Um, so cool with that. All right, very good. Uh, let's move on very quickly. Uh, you know what? Let's do this. Let's take a very quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the events calendar because it's jam-packed. It's very, very busy. And I have another communication from Live Ops regarding the ticketed faction hunt. I know that some people... Actually, probably a lot of people were a little bit grumbly about that. Uh, but I've got an explanation and, uh, and a reason for that coming up right after the break. In addition to that, I uh, would like to, of course, uh, hand over the stage to our very sassy uh, criminal Ripper here today. Uh, Ripper from Ripper's Corner has a big-time announcement that he wants to make for you guys, to you guys, here today, we're going to talk about that coming up. Right I thought after you wanted to do it in different style, but okay. What? Well, no, we I, I, about... I am. Listen, I am. I'm going to let. Okay, I'm going to. I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to lead you there. We're going to hold hands. Okay. We're going to walk along okay. the beach. All right. We're going to walk. We're going to walk along the water so that the Fair waves enough. crash across our our feet. All right. We're going to walk towards the sunset. Okay. And and we're just going to have a conversation amongst friends. All right, uh, that's coming up right after this break. Everybody, don't go anywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. Uh, this is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll return in a moment. Don't go anywhere. Hang on. This program is made possible in part by a grant from I Can't Believe It's Not Bitter, the margarine substitute made with 80% vinegar. Welcome back to the Ultimate Feeding Championships. Man, this arena is crowded. And it's about to get stuffed. Up next in the heavyweight class, Trucker Phil takes on Bob from IT. And here we go. Trucker Phil comes out with 10 beef jerkies and hits him with a deadly combination of chili dogs. But Bob from IT pulls out an army of Chinese food led by General So himself. Trucker Phil is inhaling pizzas and he takes a slice out of the lead. But Bob from IT counters with a vicious array of microwave burritos and this one's really getting ugly. Trucker Phil is lighting the barbecue but Bob from IT looks out of gas. He doesn't smell out of gas. 12 pounds of pulled pork on the table and both men are having a roll. As a matter of fact, they have several rolls. Trucker Phil is motoring through side dishes, but Bob from IT has tapped out. It's over. Bob thought he had him, but Trucker Phil gave him some food for thought. I see what you did there. More Ultimate Feeding Championships when we return after these burps. Thursday, and and Stevens Aaron too, right? It's Thursday morning for you guys. Uh, welcome in everybody. Appreciate you guys all being here. Stevens Aaron, it's if I'm not mistaken, you're you are you, like you're fixing breakfast right now. Like it's like 8:45 in the morning where you are right now. So like eggs, bacon, 
uh, a bagel with some cream cheese, right? Is that what you're doing over there? Glass of OJ. Nah, I'm at work right now. You're at work already? I'm huh, an early that's, riser. That's, that's, that's terrible. <laughs> that's horrible. God, I hate that for you. Uh, good afternoon. Welcome, everybody. Appreciate you guys all being here. Uh, yeah, who's who's making <laughs> – that's terrible. Who's frying up some human pig bacon this morning? <laughs> oh, God, that's bad. <laughs> that's terrible. It's absolutely horrible. Blech. <laughs> God. Ugh, I don't even know where to go after that. Thanks a hell of a lot, clueless one. That is terrible. All right, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> good. Right before the break, uh, right before the break, Ripper asked on air how I was going to interview him. So <laughs> let's get into it, ladies and gentlemen. I would like to welcome, uh, in his own official segment, as he has had here for ages and ages, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ripper's Corner. Uh, and would like to welcome our, our VIP guest today. Of course, his name is Criminal Ripper. Ripper. Welcome onto your own stage here today, buddy. How are you? <laughs> we literally, <laughs> we literally just said we were gonna do this segment like two minutes ago, silent. and he disappeared. Where'd you go, Rip? He had he had to go poop. He's like, listen, man, I'm a little bit nervous. Did you? Where'd he go? All right, he might have gotten a phone call. We'll come back to Ripper in a second. Uh, <laughs> we'll come back to Ripper in a second. Uh, you know what? What I will do is is I'll use this opportunity to kind of preface uh, to preface why we're making this announcement today. And I and I read uh, I actually wrote something yesterday. And I, I'm going to take a second. I'm going to read it to you. Of course, most of you guys have probably already seen it. Um, and what you guys had discovered, which uh, today being Wednesday on Monday morning early, actually before a lot of us woke up. Uh, it was announced to the Star Trek Fleet Command Galaxy that Fartasia would be retiring from the game and, and closing Elkars. Um, that was obviously sad news, and, and I had a chance to talk to Fartasia even today. I am sad about it, okay? Um, it was a great community uh, resource, but even more than that, I liked working with the guy. Uh, so, you know, I, it always saddens me when someone leaves this game, when a member of our community, especially one that has supported the community so daggone well, uh, who's been here on this show and, and done work like this, when, when somebody decides to make an exit, it's, it's always sad. It's disappointing. So, uh, Farty announced that he was going to be, uh, leaving the game and, and, uh, because, you know, they just wanted to he, – he had some family stuff, real-life stuff, and just, you know, there was no time for it anymore. And, gosh, we, we can sympathize sometimes. This game takes a lot, all right, and especially content creators. It takes a lot. Rev, you're here, uh, arguably probably one of the guys that spends the absolute most time making content for people to consume uh, in a video form. I mean, it, it just – it takes hours. For every, for every 15 minutes of video you guys watch, there's easily three hours worth of work. Rev, yay or nay? It's probably more oh, than definitely. that. Definitely. I mean, eight to 14 hour days is typically what I do. So it's, it's a lot of work. What we do here on this show, people think, you know, that we do the two and a half hour podcast and, and we do that twice a week. And, and then the videos, here's the thing, the podcast, crazy enough, podcast is easier to do than the videos. All right. But, but even the podcast itself, uh, it takes time. You know, we're here with you for two and a half hours, but that doesn't count the hour or two of, of prep that we did at the minimum. And if we're researching something, it's even more. Then there's the post-production and the upload and the, and the promotion. It's just, it's a lot, all right? So I get it. I totally understand why I decided to take a step back. That being said, um, that being said, he, he closed the Discord this morning. Well, not the Discord, but the bot. 
The bot is not functional. It's offline. So LCARS, which has long been um, a huge community resource, I mean, it was the largest gathering of data about this game anywhere in the galaxy. It was a huge repository, and it has left the community somewhat reeling. All right? Uh, even here in the chat today, you guys are teasing. Ah, just go check LCARS. Oh, all right. LCARS is the known go-to. All right? It's the known go-to. That said, um, it's not here. All right? So in the meantime, we have seen a few projects pop up. All right? For example, one of the ones that's gaining the most traction is the Kelvin Memorial Archive. All right? That, I think, is... is is well on its way to gathering a, a ridiculous amount of data. Um, lost and found. I'd be curious. I know you're you're one of the founders over there. You're you're moderating that, the Kelvin Memorial Archive. How is it that you guys plan on on parsing all that data? Because right now it seems like it would be seems like it would be really really difficult to to get any data out of that. You know, I, I mean, the, the, you did, I, parse. I, yeah, make it so it's recallable. Like, how do you how do you I don't know. Uh, I don't know. And so I, I, I appreciate what they're doing over there. Uh, I appreciate what they're doing. They're gathering the data, but it's going to be difficult to, to find stuff in there. All right. Um, there's another one, uh, Stevens Aaron just points out, called the Academy that, that is working on a bot-type structure. Um, I would like to talk to you guys a little bit today. And, and let me rephrase. I'm going to back up because um, – Ripper decided that he wanted to make this announcement today. So, Rip, do you, do you want to start? Do you want to make your announcement, or you just want to you want to keep having a chat about it? Are you back? I saw you make a noise. Um, there you are. I think I think let's just have a chat. You know. Okay, that's completely cool. I don't, so, I don't have a, a big speech prepared, really. To fair, be honest, I'm not. Fair you, enough. You know, I'm not really the speech kind of guy. I do. I know that, and uh, and that's why that's why I really super duper appreciate you being here. Uh, and, and deciding to make your announcement here. Guys, um, what has been happening, and I, and I made, uh, I observed a comment earlier about uh, how shady it may look that, <laughs> that Ripper is making an announcement on the day that Elkar's closed down. Let me be really clear. Um, Ripper and Farty were partners. They were a team, right? They supported Elkar's together. Uh, Fartasia was definitely the face of it, and he did a tremendous amount of work, but also there doing the work, doing the data, uh, analyzing the data. Ripper was on that team. So uh, it was just as disappointing, I can imagine, uh, Ripper, and, and you can uh, talk about this if you want. I'm, I can imagine it was just as disappointing, just as sad for you that your partner was retiring from the game, that, that your, I mean your project was was going to no longer exist the way it has existed in the past, right? Obviously. I mean, I, like, probably in total, I spent a couple of thousand hours on this. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, it, it's... Doing, doing many, many things, most of which people don't really see. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, yeah. guys, you, you guys know that that just as important as an interface... For you guys to be able to access the data, which it was Farty's specialty, the data, and I, I used the word parse a second ago, I'm getting made fun of, Ripper, but the data had to be organized, a database, it had to be organized, it had to be written, it had to be, it had to be uh, categorized in such a way that, that Farty's interface could recall that data, okay? 
And I, I agree with Snake Eyes. What we say is every ending is a precursor to a new beginning. Um, no, and our Ripper is not retiring. On the other hand, okay, uh, quite on the contrary, Ripper um, has decided to come on this show and and reveal to you guys a project that that he is working on with renewed fever. As a matter of fact, Ripper, um, I think that you have always. Uh, there has always been some some uh, inkling, right? There's always been some desire to expand beyond Discord's walls, right? Tell me a little bit about yes. what you had envisioned for Elkars even a year ago. Yeah, you know, like some things happened a long, long time ago. So that's when I s sort of started playing with an idea to um, to create something with all the information that I have and then I have access to and have been working with a lot, um, which mostly benefited our cause. And I, I I, think going with the Discord bot, like, like thinking back on it, I, we shouldn't shouldn't have been done. I think I think it's it's too clunky. User experience is not that great. And there are different ways to do it a lot better and with more features and, and more cool things. So keeping um, keeping user experience in mind, and and of course, listen, Discord was great. We all have Discord. We and and a lot of us. I mean, gosh, sixty thousand players, sixty thousand players were using the Elcar's Discord bot. Uh, but the database that uh, has been created. I mean, it, with Elcar's closing, okay, with Elcar's closing, here's what you've lost, okay. With Elcar's closing, what you have lost is the interface. You've lost the bot. You've lost the software to access the data. All right? But guess what? The data still exists. The data is still in its proper and current form because that's what Ripper did. That's what Ripper does. Yep. Okay? He was the data guy. So that database does exist. Jesse says we lost the database. In fact, we didn't. Okay, the database does exist. Ripper and Farty were partners. All right, so we've lost the interface. So instead of creating, instead of creating another Discord bot, we're going to, uh, and I say we, let me, let me step back. This ain't my project, okay? Uh, <laughs> I say we, Ripper. It's like, it's like it's, we're a thing. Uh, but no, what Ripper has envisioned for a really long time was to expand to grow, to, to make it bigger than it ever was before. And so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's not nearly ready. The reason, and, and I, I want to address this comment, uh, somebody said that it's, that it's bad timing that we're making the announcement on the day that Elkar shut down. Actually, I, I disagree. I think the timing couldn't be better because players are concerned. Players need uh, the access to that data. They, they have based their game around it, their preparation, their they have done everything that they have, have prepared in this game. They've done it around the information in Elkars. And what we're here to tell you about today, what I'm here to invite Ripper to tell you about today, is that this database is going to be taking on a new, uh, a new beginning, a new uh, type of interface, and it will be, um, it will be at stfc dot space okay 
uh, your one-stop shop for all things Star Trek Fleet Command. It will be web-based. It will be available to all. It will be online. And, and Ripper, let me ask you, the, the idea behind doing this on a website, t- tell me, t- just out of curiosity, I mean, obviously the database, you've got the data. What is your plans for, for utilizing the website any differently than, than say, Discord or, or an app or something like that? What, what is it that you want to do on the website that, that does make it better in web form? So, so one thing that you can do with a web-based thing is to have like shareable links. So you can just like share like, well, I'm, I'm looking at this. You can just share a link and the other person sees exactly the same thing you're looking at, basically. Um, and you can you can build tools where you can have like um, an upgrade planner where you can where you can. I mean, obviously that that's that part is not fully built yet. It's early stages. I'm currently working on making in like an MVP, some minimal viable product, ready to have basics done. Um, but you can do like an upgrade planner where you can tick off things you have done and you can see how much you need. And and all those kind of things, you know, and maybe even share crew loadouts. Who knows? You know, lots of possibilities like for the future. Um, many things, many things that can be done and can be displayed in an I think easier to understand way than than can be done in Discord. Also, Discord has a lot of limitations in in width and 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 what you can actually put in those embeds that the bot returns. Um, so yeah. So, so there's a couple of comments here. The clueless one says, you know, screenshotting info was a chore. You know, that, that was a challenging thing. I, I don't necessarily disagree uh, sometimes. You know, I screenshot a lot of stuff to share with you guys. Um, and uh, Scalyback says coming soon, which I think is a very important comment to make here. The announcement is being made that the project is underway. Okay. Obviously, it's not ready for launch. Like, it's very, very early. Like, it, Ripper, we have not even yet set... Uh, on ETA on the project, uh, it's obviously the need didn't present itself until 48 no. hours ago. <laughs> okay, so a project like this does in <laughs> fact take time. Uh, Ripper, I'm not going to um, ask you for a date, but you you want to. I don't. I'm not sharing a date. I'm not going to do it. But w- what I am saying is, I will share something that is sort of usable very soon, so that at least you know you can look at some information already. And there's a lot more things planned, even when that. Is will be available, so that will be sort of an sort of an alpha, alpha sort of thing that will be shared, and then hey, Ripper, I, I think we'll expand from there, and also looking forward to feedback from the community and and all those kind of things, you know. I appreciate that, and so so what he's saying, and hang on one second, no one, we'll come back to you in a second. Mm-hmm. What he's saying is that we've got. What we're gonna, what what I keep saying, we. Sorry, it's just kind of a collective thing, and I and I'm, no, it's, I'm, it's fine. You know, I'm, it's, I'm really it's... excited for you, man. Uh, what he's gonna do is create a, a a basic functional version. That way, we can at least try to get access to some of the data that that's been there. But some of these extra features, uh, you know, like he had mentioned, some uh, crew loadouts or or event information or uh, this or that. This this stuff. Because it's in a web platform, because it's in a database that already exists and what he has already built, this is going to be able to be expanded outside of the confounds of a simple query return type format. So uh, what is super duper exciting about this is obviously that Ripper is a central piece of our community here. And um, when one door closes, another door opens. 
and and Ripper is excited. As you can tell, he's he's actually very passionate about all things today. He's excited. Uh, we've been talking over the last forty eight hours. Like this is a project, Ripper, that that you're excited about, right? Like it's taking on a new life, and and you've been working away. I don't even know. I don't even want to ask how late you were working on this last night, but you're actually enjoying this work, right? I I, I am, yeah. And and just 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 to clarify, I I don't want any fight with any people that work on other projects. I do appreciate it, and I think. There's a lot of room for for multiple projects in this community, like from me, from other people, and I think I think this is this actually is kind of great that more people are trying to get into the space of providing more information and data to the community in in multiple different ways. Um, I think we can all work together on this and and create something great. It it is interesting to see. Uh, how many projects have sprung up in the last 48 hours. And for this, I'm super fascinated. And I'm really, really proud to be part of such a, a passionate community. Uh, the Academy is one. I think, Stevens, Aaron, you were talking about a minute ago. The Academy has actually been been working in beta for the last, uh, gosh, probably a couple of months ago. Uh, that they're working about, about six months. Six months that that this project has been has been inching along, and and they've the got. Eleven a- is actually here in chat. Oh, who is it? Who is it? Eleven. Bring him up to the stage. Let's let him talk uh, talk about his thing a little bit. the The thing is, is that because of this absence of information that has presented itself, multiple people, including I see Jesse in the chat. Jesse is working on a project, and I think that this is all great. And you know what? Listen. I, I would love nothing more than to facilitate you guys getting in touch with other people who are working on projects. I think I think that that yeah, this could be a really good thing. Jerry Ryan says necessity breeds innovation, and and what we see here is we see members, we see certain certain uh, points within the community springing up and saying, hey, listen, I can help with that, or I can do this, or I can do that. All right. So what I'm really really excited about is um, is this. Uh, that that Ripper is taking on this project, and uh, hey, what's up, uh, Alarvin? Come on up to the stage. Uh, that Ripper's taking on this project, and more importantly, uh, I say more importantly, but maybe just as importantly, uh, the question was posed here just a short bit ago: Is Scopely contributing to this project? All right, um, tricky question. I'm not going to get into the details of of that type of contribution, but in short, yes. All right, because the same data you guys got to remember. Ripper does have potentially one advantage on some of you guys uh, as far as people who are working on this project is that he is an NDA content creator. In, in fact, at this moment, he is NDA. He is contracted with Scopely. And, and so, therefore, he gets access to the same types of data that I do, sometimes even more and better data. So, more, you mean more. Yeah, way more uh, and, and better data. So, so his uh, or Scopely's contribution to Ripper's project is going to be like it always has been with Elkars. For example, when uh, and, and once we get to that point, once Ripper has got the product finished and shined and it's ready, it will be like Elkars where, you know, hey, he's got stuff preloaded and when maintenance goes live, you know, or when we come back from maintenance, he clicks the button and, and it comes in. All right, The data will be available in real time when an arc launches, just yep. like the content creators putting stuff out during maintenance. You guys count mm-hmm. on the content creators to provide that information before it's available anywhere else. And this new project will no longer 
uh, or this new project will will be the same way. It's not going to be limited or inferior or, or, or behind or delayed. Once the project is completed, it's going to be accessing this or accessing the same type of data at uh, the same times. So you guys will have yeah. access to that. Um, same same speed with updates. Same speed with accurate or same accuracy that that everyone came to expect from our cars. You know. So that's my question now. Oh yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got go. about me as usual. Uh, yeah, okay, River. So you're designing a web app, correct? So yes. in theory, could you create a login for users to put have their uh, research saved so when they look something up, it already does the calculations to cut it down? I I I can. That's currently not in the first first iteration. Not 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 in there yet. But that's definitely something I've been thinking about and, and thinking right. of doing of course that requires more work on the back end um it was yeah. just a thought because they did that with the eve one where like they did the whole breakdown of it and it kind of seemed really nice to have i i would imagine that that as ripper says that's going to be a massive additional component yeah because the database would be expanded beyond just scopely's data but now to player data uh now let me be clear about something okay one thing that scopely has always maintained is that player data is protected i mean guys you there's been a ton of people out there asking for apis right doesn't exist scopely doesn't share it so so don't think that you know for example with what no one shell is asking that this is going to be uh no. you know a place where you can log in and, and all of a sudden see all your game data this is going to be more or less down the road very something kind of like uh something kind of like ripper has already helped develop in the past with like some of these Excel. spreadsheets, the calculators. Yeah. Right? If you if you log in, uh, you can merely save some presets, but you'll enter in your own data, and then yeah. you know that stuff can be there. That stuff is going to be provided by you, the user. All right, yeah. but uh, not necessarily you know game data being. But the, being the first version will just be you can view all the information about buildings, research ships, systems, and and all that stuff. You know, just viewing it and and browsing through it. Like basically the same as as you could in Aircars, and then you know we'll go from there and expand on things. I have, I have other things that I've been working on for for a long time that were supposed to be, end up in Aircars at one point, um, never made it. Um, one of which has to do with events. Um, I'm actually very excited to to have that, um, which will also eventually end up being there. But I don't want to get yeah. into details on that one yet. But we'll see. DJ, can I throw something in real quick? Sure. Just to add that um, one thing that, that Scope needs to be of a credit here, you know, we, we got Ripper here who's worked with them for a long time, DJ, no one, et cetera. But also just how welcoming and supportive they've been to the past 48 hours for all these new uh, individuals who are trying to make stuff. So, I mean, we talk about the Kelvin uh, Memorial Project. We've got larvin here we've also got like the officer tool that we put up they're now partnered working with scopely and aries is a big part of what's going on in the kma right now and has said that any wiki any bots that get created will also have the opportunity for that same level of access so they're trying to get as many people who are interested in making legitimate projects have that type of ability to have on time ready to go full access so it's and not that l cars was ever bad and that it was a one particular source but you know as it was said before, uh, the you know these type of instances, good things happening within the next month or two, you could have five, six things that you can now go to different resources, web apps, yep. wiki pages, discords, and that's a good thing. 
Yeah, Although totally, maybe, totally agree. And I, th I think, I think having more competition in this space is definitely a great thing. I think it should have happened way, way earlier. Um, but I think just Alcas did a good enough job that there was never really the drive for many people. Um, mm -hmm. Well, now we're in this situation, so you know, great things on the horizon. Um, One thing you got to realize: even Scopely used Elcars as a tool over their own tool, so more is better. I actually yeah. saw s multiple like um, support replies um, pointing to Elcars, so mm -hmm. was definitely known and used internally as well. The the amount of data that was there, I mean, it, it was. It, let's put it this way: it was the most complete set of data uh, uh, anywhere. Nobody, even mm -hmm. Scopely did not have a single database that was more complete than what Elkars had able had been able to mm -hmm. to amass. The wonderful beautiful thing about uh what we have here in front of us today is that yes, we lost a valued member of the community, we've lost uh, a valued player, uh we've lost uh, a very talented coder and uh and an interface uh, an interface that that he created the the beautiful thing about it is that the man who crafted the organization of the data is still with us here uh the database that was that was created to support Elcars, the database uh that is the raw form the total uh center you know gathering point Automation. of all the data the repository the single one point with all the data that we were just talking about, it still exists. It's still here. And Ripper has it uh, because Ripper created it. So I'm super, super excited about the project that he's working on. Just know, buddy, that uh, you have the absolute 1,000 most biggest, most awesomest, most happiest support from your Talking Trek family here. And I, I will just say that uh, throughout the chat over the last 15 to 20 minutes, I can see dozens of players uh, offering financial support, uh, offering uh, player uh, support, testing. How can we contribute? I saw that question a second ago. How can we help? Uh, what can we do to help? So, Ripper, let me just ask at this point, and, and folks, be prepared for the answer that, that there's nothing really you can do at this point other than give me time and space to work. But Ripper, is there absolutely anything at all that the community can do to support you and your project? I mean, for now, for now, it just takes time. Um, maybe, maybe I'm I'm just gonna share, you know, maybe some some small sneak peeks in the, in the chat, and uh, you know, just see what people think. Maybe just get some early feedback, and then um, once just... once I have an alpha live, which should be very very soon, um, I'm definitely open to feedback and maybe some design hints and, and points and um yeah so let's take a look um you, so you've got you've got a couple screenshots of, of some examples of your interface already yes awesome let's uh let's see what we got let's take a look at the chat room uh steven's aaron try to grab something there uh or you can post it directly into graphics if you want ripper uh no i can just put it in chat you know all right Ooh, no, there's ripper one does love <laughs> all right he does love use servers uh, let's take a look at this. All right. Uh, taking a look and I'm going to throw this in the graphics room as well, but here is one taking a look at, um, obviously 46. that's all very, very early stuff. Um, um, 
Well, I can tell you one thing that I like about this already. Uh, Pre-Rex are clearly is, labeled. Uh, and this is, this is what it looks like on the, on the desktop page. Obviously, you know, broken images. It's early stuff and also some formatting and design stuff that needs work. But um, it's it's something. Um, you know, it's it's definitely getting somewhere. And I love that you have a day-night tab. That's amazing. Well, yeah, yeah, obviously. Right. You know? Obvious. He said the first thing I did was a day-night interface. The first thing Come I on. need is the day-night. That's the you first know? thing I'm Here you go. This is... Um, this oh, is no. Go back. Thing. Go back. Go back. That burns. Oh, it's, it's too bright. It it's too it bright. Before. Oh, my But, yeah, you can, you can switch. It will respect your device settings. So if you have, like... If browsers browsers actually um, submit the information, like some some mobile browsers do this, when you have your device in in dark theme mode, it it submits the information. It will use that, but you can just press the button and restore the information on your device um, that you actually want to use dark. Or light. That's actually really really cool. Um, I'm looking at this screenshot right here for Ops 46. I'm seeing a couple of things. First, I'm seeing plus minus levels, so no new queries, right? Just the click of a button to get to another yeah. ops level. Uh, we can see power that it represents. We can also see the power increase by the, the requirements are also clickable. So if you click like on Refinery 45, it will take you to the page for 45 for the refinery, obviously. That's incredible. You got your build cost there. Um, so you can, so just like before, we can see the actual cost uh, and the materials that it's going to take. We can even see the rewards that it's going to pay out. So, so what we're seeing, and and let me, I'll wrap this up, Ripper, uh, based on Anyways, this screenshot. I did share, like earlier, I did share the, the mobile version of this. This is this will be work, usable on, on mobile and desktop as well. So mobile, apps, mobile and PC. Um, yeah. What we're seeing here, and, and so let me let me kind of conclude with, at least for your for your introductory working version, literally anything that was displayed or anything that was available in LCARS with a query is also going to be available in your web interface and maybe even more information on a single screen, for example, right? Yeah, that's, at least that's the plan. I mean, I think that the earliest alpha version that I will share publicly, um, at least usable, probably won't have all the hostile or, or and hostiles interface yet because that's a bit of work on the, on the back end that I still have to do for that one. Um, but we'll have ships, re buildings, research uh, officers and uh, assistants. Wait, that means I don't want to remember commands anymore. The commands were, that was always my, no. my, my thing. I mean, you I, can, you I can, loved it, like, but I was like you can, struggled. you can bookmark a page for, for a specific building level. It will, like, you can just open this again and we'll show them. Well, building. you're being hailed as a superstar. Again, this is early stuff. I know there's still work on the design to do. It's just, this is, has been a, like a week worth of work, I think. Maybe Barely. less. 40, less. It might feel like a week, Ripper, but we only got the news on Monday. Right. right? So yeah. <laughs> I, I think I started work on this on, like, I don't know, Sunday maybe. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, that's that's what I've been up to. So I haven't been much in game. So. Well, it wouldn't um, matter because nobody knows who you are in game. So you could apologize to your alliance, but there's no need because they have no idea. Now what's going to happen? Now what's going to happen, everybody, is anybody who hasn't been in the game over the last 48 hours, they're going to be accused of being Ripper. That's <laughs> what's going to happen. If you haven't been in the game, so like all content creators, right? Because we've been, we've been working on Arc Launch, right, Rev? No one. We haven't been in the game that much. I know I've played the game extremely little. 
All right. I even got a message from one of my lots mates the other day. It was like, hey, you all good? Everything all right? I haven't seen you around. Yeah, I've been busy. All right. Everybody, wait, 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 wait. everybody is going to be accused of being of being Ripper. Now. <laughs> hey, I, 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 I still play the game a lot, no matter arc launch or not. I don't stop. Uh, not me. I, I only got so much time. Captain Taylor asked a very interesting question. What are you going to call it? All right. I have to interject my two cents here. I have been encouraging. All right. I've, I mean, hold on. database. No, I, I've just been encouraging. Let me, let me say this. First, uh, what Ripper had, had come up with, uh, what, what he said that he had kind of always visioned. Because, again, let's keep in mind, this has been a vision of his for longer than the last 48 hours. This was actually a project that they were, that him and Farty were, were thinking about a year ago. All right. So he, uh, he said, you know, my original mind space was always just to go to where I already own a domain, stfc.space, your one-stop shop for all data, Star Trek Fleet Command. Um, stfc.space is what he, is what he has and what uh, he was thinking about using. Now, I did encourage him. Oh, look, see, I didn't even have to say it, Ripper. Look at the chat. Look at the chat. I didn't even have to say it. Omicron, Tequila, Stevens Aaron, Anubis. I don't, I don't want to do that. Okay, all right, we want that. Ripper's Emporium. We won't, we, don't, we won't do it then. All right, that's it. Uh, you're right, Vankman. He's already put in more than a normal work week into this. <laughs> so uh, so that's, uh, that's what we're, we're working on here. So, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, ooh, take a look at that. That's cool. Where did that one come from? Oh, Rev had that one? Where, where did you get that? I want to look at that. I don't know. It's you know you know the link, DJ. It's not hard to guess. If people guess it, it's yeah. fine. I'm you know, it doesn't matter. It's going to be public at some point anyway. So oh, wait, so you mean uh, it, like the beta is already up? Ooh, hold on. I want to you know the link, DJ. STFC space. No, I shared. Don't talk about it yet. Oh, okay. Don't <laughs> don't. But you, you, I did send you links about things like. Oh yeah, you did. You, you don't did. Send yeah. Me links. Hold on, I remember. Okay, I'll have to go look. I'll have to go look. <laughs> I will. I'll go check. I'll go check. I forgot about that. I'll, I'll just send it to you real quick, DJ. Okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, <me>. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Huge news. From Obviously, like if people know the link, don't don't share it around yet. Yeah, Tell me. yeah, of course not. Of course not. Huge news from Ripper's Corner, everybody. STFC.space will be launching soon in a web browser near you. All right, and uh, hopefully uh, being able to make use of the repository of data that has been uh, that has been worked up and organized over the last couple of years. And uh, that will be uh, hopefully making its way to you very, very soon. In the meantime, thank you and uh, and continue the hard work, everybody. Continue uh, the work on your projects. Continue your, your interfaces and your repositories because, uh, as Rev mentioned, and he's absolutely right, Ares is opening the floodgates for uh, community tools, all right? And, and what's really, really exciting, all right, what's really, really exciting about this is, is if we can get, you know, some really good, solid tools up and running, I think that just paves the way. I think that paves the way for an actual public API. All right. I really, really do. Like, if we can prove as a community that we can do some great, amazing things with, uh, with the data that we've come up with ourselves, then providing the, the type of data that, that Scopely gives to the content creators, that gives to Ripper, providing that kind of data 
uh, to multiple players. I mean, can you imagine a tool out there for for reading a battle log and, and converting a battle log into some type of workable data? Can you imagine... Um, there's there are so many things. God, I, I can't even think about all the stuff that could be done. You could do battle simulators. You could do max crew maximizers. You could do... Uh, I mean, just... Gosh. The, the, the possibilities are endless with a good, reliable public API. Battle logs and, and profiles would be huge. So... Um, Paulo says, a new API or photon tokens, I declare the race has begun. What would what would actually come first, an API or photon tokens? We don't know. All right. Uh, Ripper from Ripper's Corner here on Talking Trek uh, announcing a new project. What, be ready? I, th I think knowing Ripper, the API has come first before the photon tokens. Well, look, keep in mind, Rip, Ripper just... Here's what Ripper does. You know why his name is Ripper? Because he rips open the security layers of any known company and just says, I'm going to take what I want. Uh, <laughs> he just rips it. So there was no public API, and Ripper can't create a public API. He just destroyed whatever protections were there and took the data for himself. I'm kidding. That's obviously not what happened. Uh, Larvin is on the stage. Good afternoon. Welcome to you, sir. You have been um, a, uh, a founder, a person that's been working on if I'm not mistaken, you've been working on the Academy bot that's been working for the last several months. Is that right? Uh, yeah, that's right. All right. Welcome to the stage. Larvin, tell us a little bit about you. Yep. What server are you from? Where are you from in the world? Uh, I'm on server 137. I'm from the UK. Fantastic. Uh, um, tell us a little bit about your project. You've got um, uh, the Academy, and I think Steven Zarin threw a link up a little bit earlier. We should probably grab that and throw that into the graphics room. Now, your project was not born in Strife. Your project was born out of uh, enhancement, right? Because your project's been up and running for about six months. Uh, I have, uh, I'm in your Discord. I've looked at what you guys are doing. Your goal when you guys created your bot was not to compete with LCARs, but to offer more fluid or more interpretive type of, of database. Tell us a little bit about what the Academy is currently offering. Yeah, exactly. Um, we're offering um, customized content, so rather than just the raw data, it, you can have the crew and it tells you why it's good and what to use and what alternatives there are, all in an easy, readable format. So what what you guys are doing is is loading presets of crew based on certain types of query, like if I'm looking to, say, mine isogen. Right, your your bot is able to calculate who is going to mine isogen the fastest. For example, is that is that correct? No, it's not that detailed. I've um, created a set of crews for what would be best for the job. So, for mining isogen, uh, as an example, the I've created two crews: one for speed, one for protected, like we talked about earlier. So, when somebody looks for isogen, then it will bring both of them crews back. Oh, um, eventually cool. it will go more into detail. So if you have a battleship and you want to fight explorers, you can search battleship versus explorer and it will give you those types of crews. Very good. So so right now yours is kind of category based where essentially uh, a player can join your community and, and look for information regarding a certain specific topic and they're going to get information returned based on 
data that has been accumulated where is it is it based on uh your input is it based on a community uh, set of votes or or like where, where where do the recommendations come from the majority of them are from me um with some help from the alliance and other places um i was always the in-house guide for crews and stuff for my alliance and then i started making a bot maybe a year or two ago uh using like dino or something like that and simple queries but it wasn't enough so i ended up making my own and then i just decided to make it public um because of what it turned into um but it is open for other people to suggest crews if there's something missing uh there's a command for that also so you could um you can type any three officers and it will build a crew to uh to show oh that's kind of cool so it's it's capable of taking the officers and then kind of putting them together in such a way that they can do something amazing together, right? Yeah, exactly. Cool. All right, guys, check that out. That link is in our graphics room. That is called The Academy, and uh, you guys can check that out. And, of course, be on the lookout coming soon for Ripper's uh, new project, stfc.space, your one-stop shop for all things Star Trek Fleet Command. Folks, we're going to take a very quick break. When we come back, we're going to go uh, through the event calendar very, very quickly. Got some information from Live Ops that I would like to share with you. Plus, we're going to break down the ticketed event faction hunt and why folks may not want to burn Scopely at the stake just yet. All right? Uh, just yet. We've got a pattern that we're going to uh, break out for you and see if we can't maybe build a little bit of value for these new faction hunts and why they are ticketed in the first place. Everybody, hang on. we got more to come. My name is Ultimate DJs. I've been your host. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, your one-stop shop for news in Star Trek Fleet Command. Hang on. We'll be right back. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Cocoa Critters Cereal. Tasty nuggets that look just like chocolate-covered cockroaches. Who can take their own eyes? Take their own eyes? Make them darker blue. Use a couple filters on your face and body too. The Instagram. The Instagram. The Instagram can. The Instagram can. The Instagram can, cause it tricks us all to love and makes the world look good. Makes the world look good. Who can share a rainbow? Who can share a rainbow? Or fresh baked pie? Or fresh baked pie. Get a bunch of likes and take a picture of your fries. The Instagram. The Instagram. Oh, the Instagram can. The Instagram can. Yeah, it's about 
Welcome. Thank you for bringing us back from break. Down on the corner. I uh, I tell you, it's been a very, like, uh, it's been like a, an old soul kind of music day. This is uh, this is kind of what I've been listening to today out on the porch. Uh, just sitting down and enjoying the view. As a matter of fact, I took a picture. Uh, I took a picture. So I was, I was chatting with one of my buddies at Live Ops last night. And <laughs> I don't want to get into a, a whole piece of the conversation, but... But long story short, he was talking to me about why I wouldn't. No one shall. You've been. Mm. You have been to Los Angeles. You have been to Scopely headquarters <laughs> in yes, Los yes. Angeles, California. And uh, it, was, uh, it was a funny conversation we were having last night because I told him that that is the last place in the world that I would ever want to be. Like in Los yeah. Angeles, California, it's the last place in the world I'd ever want to be. And uh, they couldn't understand it. And so, folks, then I sent the, uh, literally, while I'm having this conversation, while I'm having this conversation, I am sitting right here. Oh, that's beautiful. Right that's beautiful. here. This is last night. I sent this picture. And, I, and listen, don't, it, it's me. It's personal preference, Nick. Nick Burns says I feel attacked. No, don't, don't take it that way. Sucks. And don't take it that way. I, I, this is where I was last night when he was talking to me from Los Angeles, California. And I said, this, this is my heaven. Like, this is my heaven right here. Like, I could never, I could never, ever do it. So, uh, yes, my internet does blow. It does, in fact. But, I mean, it's good, it's, it's good enough. It does what I need it to do. So, uh, anyway, there, there you go. See, some of you guys, some of you guys have some nice open spaces. Look at that, Snipes. All right, that is, that is wide open, right? And I love that. I love that. So, uh, anywho, there you go. Where's, uh, oh, look at Scaly's, man. See, that's beautiful. And Scaly has this nice, like, covered patio area. Look at that, man. That's, uh, that's all right. You can see for miles and miles. It's beautiful. I love the, that type of open space. Look there, Quack Fu. Quack Fu taking a look out there over, man, that is a tall mountain, man. That's a big mountain. Uh, Ripper says he has trees all around you. So do you, Ripper, do you, like, live in... Like, are you in the country, kind of? Are you in a forest, or do you live, like, in the city, like, near a park? What, what do you got going on there? A city. Come on. I, thought, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I just know you're... I'm in, a, I'm in a small village. We have, like, 400 people living here. Oh, that sounds amazing. That sounds wonderful. Do you and, like... like, a lot of trees. <laughs> a lot of trees. Lots of trees there. In uh... the northern part of Germany. There you go. All right. Bonsai trees, says Neo. So really super cool. Oh, man. Clueless, is that your property? Is that a picture from your porch? Because damn. Just I like, damn. I like Snake Eyes' pool. That is, dude, Snake Eyes. That's a nice big pool, too. All right. Uh, Clueless one says uh, a beach nearby uh, in Hawaii. Oh, man, you're in Hawaii. How beautiful. That's great, guys. That's that's awesome. So so cool stuff. Uh, good stuff there, uh, guys. Let's uh, get ready to wrap up the show today. I want to get into a couple of things. The calendar, which I don't think we're going to have time to go through it a as fully as I wanted to, but there are a couple of things that I wanted to point out very quickly. Okay, uh, if you guys will join me in your game calendar inside the game, two things that I want to point out. First of which, 
I want to applaud Scopely on something that they did with these patch notes, something that they did with this arc. Folks, Uncommon Armadas have had their spawn timers reduced to five minutes. Five. Five. Five minutes. Okay. Oh, man, that is awesome. Look at what Grungondola just posted for you guys. That is a chronological list of events. I love that. I need that copied. I need that, Stevens Aaron. That is amazing, and I love it. Thank you, Grungan. That's awesome. Um, Isa, or, Isa, see, I'm getting confused. The Armadas, the reason I'm going to talk about these spawn rates is because if you actually, in great timing, if you'll take a look at uh, what you've got in his calendar, this list of events, you'll notice coming up in just a couple of days, you are going to have an Armada hunt, okay? You're going to have an Armada hunt, which means that you're going to be out there doing Armadas yet again, except what we've done this time is that Uncommons have been reduced to five minutes. Five minutes, okay? Rares, 15 minutes unbelievable to me and what were the epics uh one hour one hour g and now by the way this is all in g3 space the g4 armadas are going to remain the same for now all right uh and i think you know big country's not here uh gregor's not here but we've talked that we feel that those haven't been crazy they, they haven't been crazy bad but uh yeah folks you take a look down in g3 in independent and faction space 15 uh sorry I lied on the uncommons. It says five-minute variability, but 15-minute timer, 15 on rares, 60 minutes on epics, and that's going to come into play here in just a couple of days because you have an Armada Hunt Alliance milestone that's coming up. But also, folks, there are going to be ticketed events as well. Uh, the Let's see. I'll go through the list. The ticketed events for Armadas are going to be – it's called Front Lines. It's called Front Lines. So if you take a look – uh, Front Lines also makes its debut also on July 10th. So that's uh, basically in two more days, two more event days. You're going to get an Alliance uh, milestone for Armadas plus a solo milestone ticketed event. All right, that comes up on July 10th. So be aware of that. I don't know what these requirements are going to be, um, but you should find that uh, finding these Armadas are going to be much, much easier. Okay, very, very uh, very, very good supply of armadas out there. So looking forward to seeing how you guys react to that and, uh, and seeing if it's going to uh, satisfy you guys, okay? Uh, and when I say satisfy, again, I, I have said before, an Epic is still going to have a one-hour timer, all right? So you're not going to just open up your game and find one. You're still going to have to do a little bit of hunting if you're looking for the Epics, okay? But rares every 15 minutes, dang on. Okay, that's not bad. And the uncommons every 15 minutes, five minutes here, five minutes there. I think it's going to be good. Okay, so at least taking uh, less time searching for the armadas and you're going to be able to do that. All right, that's coming up in a couple of days. Now, also what we had yesterday, day one. All right, I want to point this out. We had a faction hunt ticketed event. Now, some people lost their minds, Snake Eyes. A couple of people, no one shell, they were like, what? Mm -hmm. Not only did they take away one of our faction hunt days between the arcs, but now they're ticketed? You gotta be kidding me, Scopely. Gotta be kidding me. That went up. All right, that went up. And, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Obviously, the 4th of July, I'm gonna go ahead and call that a little bit of a misstep. No one shell. I'm gonna say... Scopely thought we were going to enjoy that, 
that Man. might that might have been a slight misstep. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Nope. No, but you, you, if you realize the ticket event actually has a higher milestone. It does. It does. Um, but there's also a mechanic, a mechanical reason for that. All right. You're getting double points for using either Riker. Guys, you get double points for using next-gen Riker. By the way, confirmed. Already did it. Done. Dunzo. All right. Now, I'm a cheater, okay? I don't hit the real high ones, okay? I don't hit the real high ones. I do what Steven Zaren educated me uh, on several months ago, which is I take three ships and I just go smack 35s and 36s, okay? Um, do what? Oh, was it you, V-Ready? I thought it was Steven Zaren. All right, anyway, V-Ready, he's one. He said, listen, I'm going to take three ships. I'm going to go down. I'm going to smack some 35s, 36s, and you're done in 15 minutes. Well, guess what? He's absolutely freaking right. Except this event actually got just a little bit better because I was also getting double points by using next-gen Riker. Okay? By using next-gen Riker, I did the 35s. I know. I didn't mean cheating, but... You know, here's the thing. I take the I take the easy way out. <laughs> I take the easy way out. All right. Uh, Jesse says You're I do the same thing. You're still doing the work, though. Yeah. You're still doing the work. You're using multiple ships and killing the ships. It's not a cheat, or it's not. I mean, it's you know, for easy. me, You're it's still... the for me, it's the time. It's the time. Be ready. I like your method because it saves me time. I've said this a gazillion times on this show. I hate doing any one thing for long periods of time. <clears throat> Uh, you you would think that I would like active mining, but see, I don't like active mining because it requires my attention. Anything that requires my attention for an extended duration, I don't like it. I am very perhaps like you know, it's not OCD. Maybe I'm maybe I'm a little uh, ADHD when it comes to this game. I don't like giving this game more than ten or fifteen minute chunks doing any one task. Okay, so I now m- mining, for example, why I don't like mining. Yeah, you're Steven Aaron, you got it right. I got a short attention span. So why I don't like speed mining, I like slow mining. I will set something out for five or six hours and come back, okay? If I can go hit uh, a hole worth a swarm in seven minutes, I'll do that, and then I'll repair for a little while, and I'll go away, and I'll come back and do something else, okay? Squirrel, that's me, all right? So uh, I like V-Ready's method towards Faction Hunt, Jesse's method, Steven Aaron's method, whoever did it. I like that because I can get one done in less than 10 to 12 minutes. All right. I use three ships. And now on one of those ships, I get a two times multiplier by using baby Riker. All right. That's right, everybody. Use baby face Riker and you get a two times point multiplier. All right. I'm fine with that. All right. Now, by the way, we did check. We did confirm. And Scopely was kind enough to confirm for us. The actual rewards did, in fact, stay the same. I had spoken out V-Ready, and I said, maybe they're a little bit better. See, here's one thing i got to be honest with you on, and, and Ripper helps me out on a lot of this. I can't – I am very bad to compare events right now. I'm a brand-new 41, so I have sticker shock on all this stuff, V-Ready. <laughs> I look at these rewards, well, I mean, and I'm yeah, like – If you're going from 39 to 41, yeah. yes, the rewards are – I mean, way, way different. They, I mean, they're, it's they're, not even comparable. It's ridiculous. I mean, it, it's probably 10 to, t- to 15 times. Yeah, guys, uh, so on the Riker uh, thing that we did yesterday, the 10 questions, like that milestone event, 
if you're ready, I scored like 1.3 billion steel off that event. Mm, steel. <laughs> that was insane to yeah, me. Yeah, but you know, at at like the it at some point it's not much anymore. You know, I know. Billion, it's like, actually, when you come to think of it, it's not that much in the bodies. Well, I it's, know. It, I know. Honestly, but at this point, one one billion guys. steel is like <laughs> meh. Fine. Okay. There's yes, our yes, meh. We needed our meh for today. We got our meh. We we were wondering if we were going to get a meh out of Ripper today. Would really be great. Would be. Add common G4 to the events. Damn yeah. it. Seriously. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm down with that. I, I'm that cool with that. That is why Latinum so much. <laughs> but I'll tell you this. A 1 to 10 ratio. <laughs> I'm telling you this. This time last month, I was a 39. Okay? So imagine my sticker shock when last month I might do an event and get paid 60 or 70 million steel, and now I'm getting 1.2 billion. Okay? So I'm not the best person to ask right now. Okay. That said, I did ask Live Ops, and they confirmed that the reward payouts were the same. The reason that the points changed a little bit is because you did, in fact, have Riker as captain. You could have used next-gen Riker and gotten two times points, and, of course, nobody has epic Riker yet, but when that happens, uh, you'll get three times as many points. Now, here's the, the mentality behind the tickets. All right, The mentality behind the tickets is that this event is going to run six times. Okay, six times. And of course, you're going to get 60 tickets for free doing that. But we got a big problem. We got a big problem because technically a faction hunt that we're used to. Right, Ripper? A faction hunt that we're used to is technically 30 tickets. Right? Because we do all three Mm -hmm. factions. Okay, so to do all three factions is 30 tickets. They're giving us 10. But the faction hunt is going to run six times. All right. Take a look at your calendar, everybody. Uh, Take a look at your calendar, and I'll give you the dates right now. And, of course, it's already in Grungan's uh, calendar there, too. Faction hunt, July 6th, 9th, 12th, 16th, 19th, 22nd. Six days with all three factions, all six days. That's a total of of 18 individual events folks you're going to get 60 tickets for free while doing those now i may that's right phoenix six for free but when i say for when i say six for free it's technically two right it's technically two faction hunts the way we're used to it because the way we're used to it is three events when we get it between the arc we typically and by the way I heard a bunch of people complaining that it was nerfed from three days to two days, and then this time it was nerfed to one day. Let me spell out some logic for you people, all right? You are correct when you say this time it was nerfed to one because we, we had the Independence Day event. But guys, the calendar... It, Faction Hunt has never been nerfed from three to two. I'm going to drop a piece of logic on you that's going to make you guys absolutely slap your forehead. This is a facepalm moment, everybody, so get ready. When there are 30 days in a month, it's only a two-day faction hunt. When there's 31 days in a month, it's a three-day faction hunt. Go ahead. Slap your foreheads, everybody. Go ahead. I'll wait. The, the, I mean, uh, guys, the arc is 20 days. Okay, the arc is 20 days. You get Cal, that's three days. 
You get Apex, that's three days. Okay, now you're at 26. Okay, then uh, what else? What else do we normally have? There is then we get. Um, oh, we get. Uh, sorry, the, no, the arc is. Is it 21 days? It it's cool. never. It's never. It's never 31 days or 30 days though. It's only one week in the middle. So I mean, uh, now they made it like eight days. They they do it so that the arc launches eight days afterwards. You get three Let days. Me, three days. Oh, hang on. Hang on. The, the arc you know, always like begins on a Tuesday. Arc always begins on a Tuesday. Arc always ends on a, well, technically on a Monday at Event Reset. The last beginning day of an arc is always the, is always the Sunday. Okay? So, we start on a Tuesday this month. We started on Tuesday the 6th. It's a 20-day arc, by the way, not 21. Uh, well, when I say, okay, let me rephrase it, it, it has 20 event days. So it's going to end at the end of the 20 of the 21st day, technically at event reset. So it started on the sixth, seven days is going to be the 12th. 14 is the 19th, 21 is the 26th, but, uh, it's a 20 day arc. So it's going to end on the 25th or the last event day is going to be the 25th, Mm -hmm. right? It's going to end Monday at event reset, Monday at event reset. Okay, that's 20 days. Now, on Monday at Event Reset, we're going to get three days of count. One, two, three. That means on Thursday at Event Reset, we're going to get three days of Apex. One, two, three. That means on Saturday at Event Reset, okay, we're going to get either two or three. In this case, let's see, Saturday to Monday, uh, Saturday to Sunday, Sunday to Monday, Monday to Tuesday. Guess what, everybody? That's three days. Okay, thank you. Wait, what? Why are we talking about this? Because people complain that Faction Hunt gets nerfed to two days, uh, and and that's not true. It depends on how many freaking days there are in the calendar. Okay. Okay. Because I don't care about Faction Hunt. So well, it's well, not a twenty-eight day rolling cycle, yeah. Benji. All right, because arcs <laughs> always begin on the twenty-eighth. Or I'm sorry, on a Tuesday. Yeah. They so always start on one, Tuesday. One thing, I, one thing I will say. Well, one thing I will say. What I like about this is one thing that I do hear about complaints about faction hunters is people that are grinding rep that don't want to do all three factions. Mm-hmm. Well, this way, you don't have to do all three factions. You can only, if you're saving your tickets or whatever, you can do one each each time we have it roll around and only do the faction that you want. You never have to do all factions. That's true. Well, no, you don't have to do all factions, but you're still going to benefit this time by... Well, that Maybe argument that argument's the times. same. That argument's the, the same because yeah. you still have that choice. But but again, and I want to come back to Venge's well, yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yes, but, he says but, it's a 28-day rolling you cycle. Still, you can still do six factions. Okay, hang tight. Venge, yeah. you say it's a 28-day rolling cycle, which is not technically incorrect, except the problem is some months have an extra day. Some months have that 31st day. Okay, so when there is the 31st day, like there is in July. Guys, mark my words. We also had some longer arcs and some more time between arcs. We have, exactly. we have really? not, listen, we have not had a 24, we had a 24-day arc in April. Every other arc of the, of the year 2020 has been 20 days, uh, sorry, 2021 has been 20 days, okay? Uh, I, I take you back to December of 20, which was a 24-day arc. January was 20, February was 20, March was 20, April was 24, May was 20, June was 20. Trust me, I, I'm, I write this stuff down, okay? It was 20 no, days. No, I, I get that. Can I add something? Hang on, be ready. all right? In between those arcs, 
When there is a 31st day, they need a day of filler. That's when you get your three days of faction hunt. On a 30-day month, it is two days of faction hunt. This past month, June had 30 days. It was two days of faction hunt, except they took one out for the Independence Day thing. All right? I'm telling you, you can take it to the bank. This month, there's a 31st day in July. You will get three faction hunts. And by the way, just in case anybody wanted to argue with me on it, it's, I already know. Shouldn't tell you that. It's already done. Okay? I, I'll read you this comment because I was, I was actually authorized to do so. Faction hunt between the arcs will be unaffected. The ticketed version was something new and special that we were trying this month. All right? And the reason that I'm okay with it, the reason I'm okay with it is because everyone always talks about getting all the faction hunts. We want the rewards. We want the rewards. We want more rewards. Okay? Here's the bottom line. If you just do the free ones, technically, you're still going to end up with three complete faction hunts, which is nine total events, because you got one on the day before the arc started, and you're going to get two more complete faction hunts from the tickets. That's three instead of the two that we would have gotten because it was a 30-day month. All right. Not only that, you can take it to the bank. After this arc ends, you're going to get three more complete days. Now, if you really want to spend your tickets on it, you could end up with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine days of faction hunt over a 31-day period. Wrap your head around that for a second. Six days, of course, it's going to cost you 120 tickets if you do all of them. You had one before the arc, you're going to have three after the arc that... That's not even, that's, yeah, that's 10. 10. Now, you tell me, Mac says it'll only cost you $50. Let's ask, Mac. Maybe you won't. Maybe V-Ready won't. But I guarantee that there are some smaller spend players out there who love faction hunts so damn much that they probably would see value in 10 faction hunts for $50. Or maybe you don't need to spend the $50. Maybe you hang on. Maybe you've got some tickets from a previous month. Maybe you save your tickets from other ticketed events. All right? And I've said this before. Clueless One points out, I love the rewards, not the event. Okay? I'm good with that too. All right? I've always said that. I hate, I hate the event. I love the rewards. Oh, God, a deal. Have you not been listening to the last 10 minutes? I mean, seriously? He says, why are they making us pay for an event which was already free? I just spent 10 minutes on that. I'm not going to repeat it. Okay? giving you free tickets. You're getting extra. You're getting extra. Normally, we get two or three faction hunts per month. That's it. Plain and simple. Done. You are going to have access to 10 of them this month. All right? Yes, you're going to pay if you want to do all those extras, but that is what ticketed events are. Premium, extra, more than usual, Bonus, heroic, elite, premium. Okay. I guess this all comes down to communication again. Anyhow, this is all way too much talking about this particular topic, and it really is. You hate faction hunt, I know. Not. It's not. Okay, let's, okay, let's <laughs> Honestly, uh... like, why are we spending fifteen minutes on this? Because it's a, because it's important for players like a deal and and the official Discord, who's who's in fairness, in fairness, say the same thing. Why is faction hunt ticketed? It's always been free, and this is the answer. 
Okay, that's the answer. This is why DJ's addressing it. He needs filler. He needs just space holding there. I don't need filler. Okay, I could, uh, I could DJ, go off the air now and be done. Question. Go ahead, be ready. I have one question. Changes. What is the golden ticket for in the sixth milestone? Uh, there's going to be an event. Uh, hang on, let me look at the calendar and see if I can pick it out. Ripper, I don't remember. They gave us the name. I don't even remember the daggone name of the event. But the golden ticket is going to be used as entry in a choice event, everybody. All right? So uh, I don't remember which one it is. Let me look through and see if I can find it very quickly in the event calendar. But there is going to be a choice event, and you will have to choose. And, and I'm kind of excited. I don't want to say excited. I'm pleased with this because, Ripper, like even last month, I said, listen, if you're going to do, you know, kind of this kind of thing, you know, choose one, right? So, yes, housekeeping. It's kind of like the Prime Directive event uh, in, in its mechanic. The golden ticket is going to get you. To, uh, here it is, second chances. Second chances, okay? You can choose to side with Commander William Riker and the Federation or – Lieutenant Tom Riker and the Maquis. All right. That is coming up on July 17th. July 17th is the choice event. You will only be able to do one. I you... already see the complaints. Why can't I do both? <laughs> right. I know. People are, people are cattle. Why can't uh, I use tickets to do both? <laughs> you will not be able to do both. And it's my understanding you will not even be able to buy the second. You must choose. All right? It is one not. one mining, I'm doing the opposite. Right? I'm with you. Okay? I'm going to choose. No, well, it says. What would, be interesting, what would be interesting if they actually had different rewards? If it's the same reward, there's no choice. Well, then yeah, it's – well, possibly, if the same – if it's the well, same reward. Well, there's still a narrative, you know. Yeah, there's a narrative. Sometimes it's just because of that. Uh, there could be a narrative. It could also be um, what you have to do. Listen, I'll take a PvE event over a mining event any day of the week, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, yeah. And here's what it says. Score in the event by buying supply run bundles in the event store, spending faction tokens, and assisting your alliance. So I would imagine that some combination of those three mechanics are going to be used in this choice event, all right? So uh, that's what the golden ticket is for, all right? Uh, Ruhi says, let me guess, uh, we're going to have to buy something. I don't know. I mean, maybe. It says you're going to have to buy supply run bundles, but I would imagine that you're going to be using something in-game. It's not going to involve cash, if I'm aware, you know, if, if I'm thinking. Right. What kind of, kind of event was it? Was it Solo Milestone? Uh, so it's a solo milestone along with a solo leaderboard attached oh, to it. Right. So there is a, mo a milestone, which is my guess. The milestone is going to be where you do the ticket, and then the leaderboard is just going to count up your progress. All right. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> Gripster says, uh, DJs, did you say there's going to be 10 free tickets this month? So what are the other four? The other four are just normal, uh, uncommon ticketed event days, and I'll tell you what those are here very quickly. All right. Uh, you've got one coming up. Uh, the first one comes up on July 9th. There is going to be earning officer shards and leveling up officers. Event number two is going to be PvE, destroying hostiles. And event number three is going to be upgrading shuttle bay or doing away team assignments. All right, that's day one. One free ticket, three events. Day number two, July 10th, um, spend armada directives, uh, domination, mining, G3 and G4. That's day two. Day number three is going to be assignment, uh, away team's assignments, mining, 
and uh, officer recruiting, day four, PVE, domination, armadas. Day five, armadas, domination, and mining. And day six, recruiting, PVE, and away team assignments. Hope you all wrote that down. I can't read it back. <laughs> okay. If you notice that some, some of them have three and some of them have two on those days. No. Actually Incorrect. Incorrect. All three or all six ticketed event days do have exactly three ticketed events with one free event per day. All right. So if somebody has graphically written a calendar that shows only two, then they're missing one. All right. Uh, but there are six total uncommon ticketed event days. Each with three events, each with one freebie. There are no rare ticketed events. No rare ticketed events. Go ahead. One last question. Yes, sir. Mining overhaul, mining fleet overhaul. It says that you have to build and tier G3 and G4 mining ships. Yes. What if you only finished building yours? Well, (laughs) this was, Ripper, did I not have this exact same conversation? I had this exact same conversation. I begged them. I begged them for a mining mechanic, all right? The way that they described this one, V-Ready, this is military supremacy for mining. I begged them for a mining milestone. They denied me flat, okay? This one is going to be tearing up G3 or G4 mining ships or building one. So their their comment to me, V-Ready, was, you're an Ops 40, just build a G4 miner. And I said, I flat out refuse! Those miners well, I can are terrible. About five <laughs> miners, but why would I? It's a waste of my resources. Well, you're gonna have to look at the rewards and determine if they yeah. are worth you building a ship. Okay, that that is it. I can go ahead and tell you now that I'm I'm ninety percent sure that building uh, a miner is gonna satisfy the event. But I mean, obviously, that's something a lot of people can't probably do. Um, but nonetheless, building, you can, I'm sure everybody, most people above 32 can, uh, 30 can build a horizon at least. No, it has to be faction. Be ready. A horizon won't count. Oh yeah, I oh. know. Right. I, like I, it's terrible. You know, I already <laughs> see, I already see the negative sentiment from the, uh, that event, already, that event's going to suck. I'm here to tell you that event's going to blow. All right. It's going to create, uh, create a, okay. Uh, a it's I mean, it's going to suck. It's going to suck. And, and listen, I have, I encouraged, I will continue to encourage Please add a mining mechanic, even if it's something stupid. Make me mine a quarter million. I don't care. Just don't make me build a ship I don't want to build. Okay? Please. No, no, Jesse, horizons do not count. Horizons will not count. It's faction only. Yeah. Now, Snipe says, if I can build cavorts, I'll be happy. Well, you will be able to build a cavort. You know, you can build a G3 faction miner. That's fine. But uh, I just I just hate to build a ship I'm not going to use. That got it. All right. Like, I'm probably going mean, to do you it. Only have, you only have one of each, and they're tiered up. You're not going to build a second one. It doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Bubba, you know what? All right. Listen, I'm being told I'm crazy. Bubba says that event's going to suck. You mean more than the faction hunt where I can't score by upgrading ships? I know, Bubba. That, and you're a level 50. You're having, to, you're having to hunt. You know, but here's the thing. Bubba, for you... 
I know a lot of you, and even somebody earlier said, when I go down and hit the 35s and 36s, I'm missing blueprints, I'm missing loot boxes. I get that, guys, but the volume of hostels I have to hit is just obscene. And it's even worse for Bubba, who's a level 50. Bubba, just for this month, I might say you might have to suck it up and just come down and hit some 35s and 36s with me, pal, because I cannot imagine you going and doing 18 separate factions worth of faction hunts at level 50. I, I, I just can't. I can't. They could just add the scoring by upgrading ships again. Well, they, yeah, that. They could upgrade the scoring mechanic to add all the way up to level 50. I mean, whatever. That, that one's going to be tough. All right, that's going to be. I get it. I get it. And Gator says, you know what, DJ, I think you're on crack. This event is actually going to encourage me to upgrade my Antares, which I've always refused to do. Snipe says, I ain't going to build a G4 miner. I, I probably will, but that doesn't mean I'm going to use it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll probably go ahead and build it if it satisfies the event. I already have all three, and I have them at T14, but I'm not going to upgrade them anymore. That's terrible. It's a waste of resources. It is. And because I've got it, I, I was on a peaceful server, and I could do, use them. Now I can't, so they're useless to me. <laughs> you know what? You're right, V-Ready. I'm not going to build a G4. I've got the BPs to build a G3. I'll just do a G3. I'll just, exactly. I'll just build a G3. Now, guys, just so you know, that event, as disgusting as it is, that event's happening twice. Once on July 8th, which is tomorrow, and then again the week after on July 15th. It's going to happen twice. I read it so. and I'm like, I was speaking to the Ripper about this <clears> last night. I'm like, are you serious? About this event. Yeah, that one's that one's not gonna be good. So so there you go. All right, so you've got you've got that. So you got six days. Um oh you know what? Okay, so I see what you said when I said ten ten total tickets. Uh it is actually twelve, right? Hang on, let me double check the faction hunt. Yeah, no, there's six days there and six days of tickets. So it so it is twelve. Okay, sorry, I said ten, it's twelve. Uh I have been assured and and trust me, I have continually fought to maintain this line of mechanic uh one free event per ticketed event day all right so you're going to end up with 12 you're going to end up with 120 for free i think i did say hit 10 that's my fault it is 12 six days of faction hunt six days of uh ticketed event you know what hang on a second i got to think about something for a second this doesn't sound right to me uh, let me i got to i got to go back and check a note hang on just a second i got to check a note yep six Three events per day, two days clustered, three times during the tent pole. That is six days of uncommon ticketed events with 18 total events. There we go. There you have it. That's official. That is in my write-up directly from Live Ops. Okay? There you go. So, uh, so there you go. That's what it is. 120 free tickets coming. You got six days of faction and six days of normal ticketed events. All right. Do we have any other questions? Do we have any other questions uh, that we can answer about the calendar? And I will be doing our normal video about breaking down the calendar. I'll do that. And I, I really wanted to do it while we were here on the air, but the calendar is just so comprehensive. I'm not going to have time before we get ready to wrap up. Housekeeping says the event about miners doesn't say needs to be a faction miner. Actually, it says G3 and G4 mining ships oh okay i guess technically that could be a horizon then horizon is g3 uh okay housekeeping maybe possibly if it is a horizon i'll jump for joy because i can build like 18 of those didn't they uh, tell us that it was faction i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure they did tell us it was faction just to be clear 
All right, just to be clear, I, I'm almost sure that Who they, knows, they, maybe, maybe it has changed. We don't know. Maybe it has changed. We'll have to wait and see it, okay? I, I think they told me it was going to be faction, but, but they've already changed one or two things on us. So uh, we'll just have to wait and see. But just be aware that that is the mechanic, okay? That's the mechanic for that day is going to be – there's no – it's going to be build or upgrade, all right? There's nothing else you can do, all right? There's not going to be uh, – that's right. Battle Barge Bonanza, says Captain Planet. <laughs> Sanzo says, is there really only one officer for this arc? Yes, Sanzo, there is. Uh, that wasn't the original plan, but, you know, lawyers. Uh, so <laughs> there you go. Uh, we got Riker. The other one didn't come through. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Snake Eyes says we got to wrap it up. Any info on the Holodeck Games event? Yeah, so the Holodeck Games is going to be in honor of the Olympic Games that are happening, I guess, right around the same time. Okay. The Olympic Games are launching. That's what the Holodeck Games are. Uh, the ultimate, hang on. Let me, uh, let me do this in, in actual Olympic style. Uh, welcome to the ultimate competition of strength and skill. Score in the Holodeck Games by participating in the three events offered each day and earning Holodeck Games medals. This is an Alliance leaderboard event uh, where you're going to be competing. I, I believe, so there's a solo milestone. It, listen, you know what this is going to be like? It's going to be like, um, do you guys remember? It's going to be kind of like Cal, but probably more along the lines of the old Battle for Glory. You guys remember the old Battle for Glory? You guys go out and you do a couple of tasks, and uh, you earn trophies for your alliance, and then the trophies uh, that you earn go into an alliance leaderboard, and that's where the rewards are going to be. So uh, the Holodeck Games is, is uh, an event in honor of the uh, Summer Olympics that are occurring in Tokyo, and uh, that's what it's going to be. Events for trophies towards, um, towards an alliance leaderboard. There you go. All right. Uh, oh, is today a spam a day? Today is, in fact, a spam a day. All right. Uh, Captain Planet says it's like the Picard medal event last month. Eh, yeah, I guess ish. By the way, uh, also, just throwing this out there, there is going to be a Riker week. If you guys looked at the calendar, especially a visual representation of the calendar, uh, you're going to see that there's a lot of Riker events uh, all during the week of July 14th, July 12th, July 13th, 14th, through that week there. Um, that is Riker week, and we have – Ripper can – I think we can – we can say what we were gonna, what's happening that week, right? That's not private. I don't is know. It? You don't know. I, d I don't know if it is or not. I can't remember. I, I mean, I don't think it's private, is it? Nah, it can't be private. Hang on, let me look at this calendar. I'm gonna <laughs> find out if it is. You dag on right. Let me see here. Let me look at the calendar. I don't see it on the calendar, and it's not in the game calendar. Maybe I shouldn't say anything yet. Yeah, maybe not. Okay, there will if, be, they, if they haven't talked, it's if not, there's no info out there yet. Maybe you shouldn't. Probably not. It's not in the calendar. It's not in the. It's not in the graphic. Uh, what I will tell you is that there is obviously what I can tell you. Then uh, is obviously something's going to be happening during that week, which is not going to be difficult it's to surmise. I was going to say, which is you know, it's not going to be hard to figure out. Be ready because I already called it Riker Week. So. <laughs> <laughs> <My bad. Whoops. laughs> That's what I'm saying. Shit! <laughs> 
Censor mark, Steven. There. I need a censor mark right there, please. <laughs> Whoopsie. Sorry, Scopes. My bad. Um, there you go. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, should we stop now before I get in more trouble? Ladies and gentlemen, let's let's make winners, please. <laughs> All right, Lloydson has our last question. I'll give uh, I'll give you this last one here. Uh, Lloydson says, in the event second chances, what are the faction tokens? All right, let me look at second chances here very quickly. Second chances. Let me find that event. I've got I've got a bunch of notes here. All right, second chances. Oh, the so the faction tokens. Those are faction credits. All right, uh, they always call them that. I don't know why. Ripper, are they actually called faction tokens? I didn't know that. I thought they were actually, literally, actually referred to as faction credits. But Scopely has actually always. I mean, always in game they're, they're in game they're called credits, but you know they're sometimes the the name you see in game is not the game they use internally or the name like the I mean, asset name. Yeah, the asset ID. Yeah, so, some you know naming things. Now I listen. I think, I'm no, gonna actually like like transporter patterns for example internally they they're actually called transporter dust it's dust right yeah it's actually dust inside uh same thing you're right officer xp yeah, is X actually XP is intel it's it's mm -hmm. just you know internal names versus public names are different that's right sometimes. um i do want to i do want to draw your attention to one thing since you're talking about the faction tokens during second chances i'm going to issue a slightly uh, a slight warning there was a spend faction credit event a couple of months ago, and it was not what we thought it was. Like, what we thought it was going to be was just blow your faction credits, and whoever has the most to spend wins. And it wasn't that way. If you remember, um, it had to be on officer upgrades or had to be on this or that, but some people were trying to buy ship BPs and it didn't work, just keep in mind, read that event carefully before you choose your token. Read that event carefully before you use your one and only token to choose an event because it will tell you what you have to spend it on. And if you remember, the last time we had this, a lot of people got super miffed because they were spending faction credits on things and it did not count, okay? It did not count. Ruhi says, please don't ever let that event repeat. Sorry, it's coming up in like, it's coming up in 10 days. All right, so just be careful. Make sure you read the qualifying spends before you enter that event. And there will be no second chances. One ticket, one ticket only. So before you go, I have one last question. <laughs> v Ready, you already said one last question. Okay, one last one. <laughs> Do we have any info on the SMS? Do I what? Do we have any info on the SMS during the auctions? I do not know those milestones yet. Uh, all I know about that one is what I've already told you. And for those of you who missed the last podcast, what, uh, what he's asking about is that there is going to be a solo milestone alongside the Riker auction, Okay. Uh, if you look, it's called the Recruit Will Riker Paired Event. Score by spending G3 and G4 materials plus Armada, Armada Directives to earn shards for the new Epic Officer, Will Riker. 
that is a paired event. It's running alongside the auction. So obviously whoever spends the most G3 and G4 is going to win Will Riker. But they're also providing a solo milestone mechanic to ensure that anyone who is participating in the auction at least gets a few shards. Okay, so uh, be aware that that's there. But be ready. We do not yet have information on the depth the number of shards, or the cost requirements for those milestones, okay? As I said earlier, I do not expect it to be cheap because the idea is that you are competing in the auction, okay? That's, that's the idea. If you're spending your stash to try in the auction, then they're going to give you some shards just for giving it a go, all right? But I don't think that you're going to go out there and spend 25 uncommon and get a bunch of shards. That's not how I think it's going to go. So just be warned. Uh, I expect it to be a hefty milestone, but you a milestone that you probably would have hit if you were competing in the auction anyway. All right? So <clears throat> just be aware of that. Yes, I know. Picking winners. Okay, here we go. Picking winners. Time to go. All right. What we're going to do, uh, we're going to draw a winner here very quickly. Uh, do we, Ripper, do you really want to play a game or can I just give something away? Because I'm... I'm kind of ready to go inside and start making. I'm making sushi again for dinner. I, I got some more. I got some more tuna. I I actually got some seaweed this time, and I'm ready to actually try it again with seaweed this time. Because last time it didn't work so well. So can I just can I just Ripper? Are you good with that? Can I just give something away? <laughs> Ripper's like, meh. Burritos don't count. I'm not making burritos. I'm making. I'm making sushi rolls. All right, contest pick. Ladies and gentlemen, Archer Brigade. Welcome, and congratulations to you, Archer. Yeah, uh, Delurk, am I saying that right? A cat eating fish. Go figure. That's it. Absolutely. Going to eat the fish. Uh, congratulations, Archer. You're my winner. Send me a PM. I'm going to hook you up with something. I don't think I want to play a game today. I'm hot. I'm ready to go make tuna. Okay, uh, that's right. The show must go on unless I'm making sushi, and that wins. All right, so uh, you win. You win unannounced game. However, it is time to also draw for 500 G3 and G4 materials. I'll give you uh, 60 seconds. 60 seconds to enter in the spam it room. 60 seconds. Um, welcome, everybody. Thank you. Hey, real quick, shout out Overlord. Shout out Overlord who's listening right now. Just got your PM. Thank you. All right. Um, <laughs> there you go. Okay, spam it. That's it. 60 seconds are up. 863 people. Spam it and pick who's going to win 500 G3 or G4 materials. Or I'll also offer you G4 uncommon parts. Who's it going to be? It's going to be our crews. Our crews, congratulations. Our cruise and uh, what's up, everybody? Hey, listen, I want to say very quickly, I want to say very quickly that um, Oliver Grant, Oliver DJs, Oliver DJs gets a shout out on the show. Let's do another server sound off, and we're gonna say, "What's up? Welcome to Oliver. Welcome to Oliver on Server 15, flagship server, Server 15." Yeah. <laughs> There you go. All right, R. Cruz, you're my winner of Spam at 500 G3 or G4 materials. Congratulations to you. Ladies and gentlemen, the Spam at Bot has now been reset. You guys go crazy, and uh, we'll do another winner 
another winner of another 500 materials coming up on Wednesday, July 21st. Wednesday, July 21st, and that is what we got coming up. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Thank you for being here. I want to thank you all for hanging out. Ripper, thank you for being here. I think Ripper is gone now. Ripper, you still here? Rip, rip, rip. Rip, rip, rip. Thank you, Steven Zarin. Thank you, Arian. Thank you, Wicked Witch. Thank you, Truckin' Chick. Thank you to your Talking Trek moderators, your executive producers, Snake Eyes, your audio engineer. That is Steven Zarin. Thank you for your contrib- uh, to your contributors, Criminal Ripper, Gregor, Big Country. Thank you guys so very much for being here. And I want to thank all of you for participating, listening, and having a good time with us here. Housekeeping says, what about the Battle Pass winners? Well, golly, we already drew those. The Battle Pass winners were drawn on Sunday night. And uh, those winners were already gathered, and we're moving along in a really, really good uh, rate of time. The Battle Pass winners should actually have your Battle Pass within, like, the next two or three days. All right, we're moving right along, getting that done early. Hey, want to thank everybody for hanging out with us. Be sure to visit our website, TalkingTrekSTFC.online, TalkingTrekSTFC.online. That's our website. Please, while you're there, Click on our Amazon link. If you do normal, everyday shopping on Amazon, I want you to use our link. If you do that, we get paid. You pay the same price that you always would, but Talking Trek gets a cut of that from Amazon, so that would be awesome. Also, link on over to our merch store. You want socks? We got socks, all right? We have your socks and, you know, all kinds of other stuff, too. Plus, visit our website uh, to link over to our YouTube as well, all right? And we are still on a big uh, a big campaign, a big push to try to get our YouTube subscriber count up to 5,000. Don't forget, I, I haven't gotten approval on this yet, Ripper, but I'm going to. At 5,000 subs, 5,000 materials we're going to give away, all right? You guys be sure to share it with everybody and get them all to subscribe. Also, last thing, while you're there, I would like to encourage you to consider joining our patron program. Our patrons are what keep the lights on around here. They contribute financially at a level of $5 or more a month. That's Gregor, Scott, Venkman, I Beglin, Big Country, JC, Hank, Chuck Grunt, Dark Lord, Stevens, Aaron, Ahab, Fukum, Thorn, Virtual Army, Jay Burke, DJ Gur, Red 2, and Hani, Asius Dunk, Bojack, Ape, Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Tabby Moser, Regis, Lady Kess, Engineering Free Philly, Hudson, Doc 31, Morpheus, Fartasia, Nick Burns, Cam, Coulter, Jetski, Wingnut, Z-Man, Fluffy Puma, ZCXN, uh, Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names, Rock, Leonidas, Raxnar, Striker, V-Ready, Jerry, Ryan, Indy, Dandy, Quack, Foo, Mr. Fusion, Callus, King 101, Silent Stabber, Commander, Taylor, Dammit, Darks, Blue Mandalorian, Infinite Key, Maztec, The Professor, Chronic Break, Spock, The Avenger, Medic, Stony Dude, Fog and Farts, Bubba Joe, Crazy Bob, Rude Dude, Arian, Judge, Grant, Galen, Cobra, Splat Zoo, Eden, Not My Game Name, Sentinel, Looter, Connor, Iris, Jack, Wyman, Vinius, Giovanni, Dragon Slayer, Lord Neelix, Lord Pete, Lobot, Silly Tom, The Egger, Never Clutch, Starm, Harshest Procedure, Lugga, Subcommander, Doug, This Fella, Captain Jack, Dr. Link, Jason, Velvet Thunder, Right Turn Clyde, Your Mom, Royal Power, Scarlet Hawk, Young Ducat, Lorenzo, Seven of Nine, Lube, Chacha Baba, A Fox, Midhead, Bills Mafia, E Rock, and Afro Jacks. Thank you guys for supporting Talking Trek, a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across your favorite podcast platforms. My name is Ultimate DJs. I've been your host of Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Love you, mean it. Meow for now. See you later. Bye-bye.